Pizza Papa always gets paid. <laughs> Pizza Papa. Pizza Papa always gets paid. Always gets paid. We have to bring that up. That's what we're gonna do. Comes off. And we are back with another episode of Donut Squad Radio. Uh, This is Adrian, and I am joined here with my co-host Colin. Colin, say hey to the people. Hey guys, we've got a couple guests for you, um, and I think uh, you all really like them. Yeah, we we're, yeah, we sure do. Yeah. We're very excited to have Big these fans. guests on the show today. We have um, a fan favorite, uh, everyone's favorite segment everybody holder, Shannon. Yeah, we keep trying to get her off this podcast, but everybody keeps asking for her back. So. Yeah, um, they want the fans what they want, what they want. Yeah, that's right. They yeah. give the people what they want. Give the yeah. pe- one of my oldest sayings. I can't. Right. I coined it. <laughs> um, and we also have one of our best friends, Stephen, joining us. Uh, Stephen is one of our closest friends and one of the crew that goes to see all the movies it's usually just the four of us going to see <laughs> these right. movies that's right um but we are here to talk about uh doctor strange and the multiverse of madness our thoughts our uh you know speculations on what happens in the future of the mcu as well as what we think uh of the of phase four so far mm-hmm. um so first off let's do a little round table i want to hear gut reactions of dr strange and the multiverse of madness and colin i'll let you take it away do we want do we want to go spoiler free here or? oh no this is super okay. spoiler okay yeah super spoilers. spoiler spoilers spoilers okay. spoiler warning right here you've everybody. been warned yes yeah 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 okay um so i'll i'll start us off i'll be honest gut reaction i was like i was very i was very iffy about this movie. I didn't come away... I didn't come away... I didn't love it, but I also didn't, like, hate it. I wasn't... I, I didn't step away sort of feeling like a... Um, a uh, let there be carnage feeling where I was like, I am... I honestly am upset that I paid money to see that. Um, I was glad I saw it, and I really liked aspects of it. Um, I think uh, gut reaction. It did not feel like any other Marvel movie I had ever seen. Did you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? I'll, and and after a couple days of letting it marinate, I think that was a good thing. I agree. At the time, I think I stepped away and and didn't feel as though that was a good thing though, because I think I went in expecting a Marvel movie. Um, I think it was refreshing, and and this is. This is all, you know, Colin after two days of letting, you know, everything kind of simmer and sit, sit with me. But I think um, it was refreshing that it was a new take, uh, almost a new genre, and we'll get into that, totally. of Marvel movies. Um, but uh, at Gut Reaction, I there were a couple scenes that I was like, you know... How did this get through? How did this get through editing? Um, who the hell looked at this and was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, this needs to be in the movie. But Definitely. there were also other points that were, you know, some of some of the best scenes that I think I've seen in the MCU so far. So I was super, I was super lukewarm coming away from it. Um, but once we talk about, I think our our feelings now and we you know later on we'll we'll get to some rankings some lists about yeah. phase four um i'll have a little different thoughts but that that was my gut reaction it um 
I think um, I know we talked about this before the show. Mm-hmm. Everyone give like their their high point, low point, peak and valley, whatever you want to call it of uh, of the film. So okay, I think just as yeah, we go, as we go around, um, yeah, you give that too. Let's do it. Um, uh, okay, so my my initial low point where you know I. I knew that this was going to be my low point. I think we had the same low yeah, point. We, I, I think, I think most people are going to have the same low point. At 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 one point in the movie, um, we're on Wanda's kids. Okay, they're, they're the same. They're the same young child. Yes, at least they kept you're, the you're same right. You're right. At least, at actors. least they didn't try to like fill them in. But they they are the same. Uh, Child actors from WandaVision who play her her uh, her kids. Um, what is it, Billy and Tommy? Tommy. Um, they. It was almost like Sam Raimi has, like, watched Sesame Street and thought he knew what kids were like. Because if I was one, if 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 I was Scarlet Witch, I would have popped these kids' heads. Why are you trying so hard to get really back to quick? Them? Re- like yeah, exactly. I'd be like escaped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, this is the wrong multiverse. I'm going to a different one. They sing a song about ice cream that is the cringiest thing I I have seen. Yeah. In in recent cinema, and made me for a split second be a little embarrassed that I was even in the theater watching it. <laughs> I, I felt myself kind of blushing and cringing at the same time because I was like, how the hell did this not get put on the cutting room floor? You know? Feige, you should have caught this. <laughs> you should have. You should have caught it. You, I mean, you, maybe you watched this movie once and you were like, yeah, it sticks to the plan. Um, but this should have been gone because it served no purpose. But yeah, that that's my low. But... Um, but my high side, um, the 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 highest point in the movie for me at least was um, honestly uh, when we were we were first introduced to the souls of the damned, okay, and they and they come out and they are they are sort of CGI looking demons and things like that, and they have very deadite sounding voices. Yeah, which which you know from the Evil Dead movies will, will it makes sense? It's Sam Raimi. At first, I was like, "Ooh, like this is super interesting choice," but then, um, uh, Rachel McAdams' uh, <laughs> character, and, and and I'm not gonna bring up oh, that point. I that you that was the... that was there was a close low point for me <laughs> that had to do with Rachel McAdams and a, and a line delivery that I did not like, but. She actually in, in that same in that same scene, which kind of shows you how you know hot and cold this movie can could kind of be for me. Um, she straight up tell you know the the souls of the damned are kind of getting in Strange's face, and they're you know unruly, and it almost seems like he's gonna have to fight them off too. And she she looks at him. She's like, "Aren't you you know like you're one of the greatest sorcerers ever? Yeah. Why don't you tell them what to do?" And he does, and pretty much puts the reins on them, and basically uses them as his cloak of levitation, which is one of the coolest. It was so dumb. And and he uses it as he's um, he is. It was called dreamwalking, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he's dreamwalking in 
a um, superior strange or, or some other strange's corpse. So it's zombie Doctor Strange wearing this cloak of black demons and he flies with them. It was one of the hypest moments, I, moments I've and ever seen and it was so badass. When he like comes in uh, and like Wong sees him, Wong's just like, I'm yeah. not even asking. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't want to know. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't and like, know. I just, because that fit their dynamics so yes. well. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And and and, and it, it adds to Strange as a character as in, even from the beginning, watching watching Doctor Strange, the first one, with him stealing books from the library, things yeah. like that, where people know, like, he's going to do his own shit. Yeah. Like, and, but there's a reason for him doing that stuff. Yeah. There, there's, there's no point where Wong is like, oh, whoa, you know, this strange might have gone too far. It's, he did this because he had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that was absolutely the high point in that movie for me. I think that was one of the hypest moments that I've seen in MCU where I was like, this is horror, but also super anime at the same time where it was like you're leveling up and you're using your enemies now like to almost, almost like bolster your abilities and stuff like that. And like you're adding on to like, you're adding on to your, to a zombie version of you with a black cape full of souls yeah. like how how cool is that it was so, like it's it was sick yeah, and like stylistically cool. i thought it looked like the the souls looked really yeah. cool like black smoke yes. with like skulls but the skulls had like a crown on. yeah it was like i don't know it was very cool and you see you like as he's moving you see their arms kind of reaching out at the same time so it's like yeah. it's alive at the same point but yeah that that was that was my my top point. Um, I'm gonna Love ship it. this over to Steven. Steven, you got it. You, Hot potato. Yeah. What 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 were your initial thoughts coming out of that movie? Ooh, well, I guess that was my second time watching it, so I was able to unpack a lot after the first time. Go off of your, if you can remember, how did you feel out, the first time? Walking up first time, I would say. Very similar to you. I had a bit of a little bit of mixed feelings, a little bit of I wasn't absolutely blown away and amazed with it, but at the same time I wouldn't say it was bad at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mainly from just the overall purpose. I think this film is gonna set for the future where this movie is what's gonna set up the entire next phase. Is gonna. It's really laying foundation work for a couple different routes that Marvel could take coming into the next phase. So yeah, I absolutely. But at the same point, I would say overall, I mean, the movie definitely hit on points. Whether it be like making the fans happy mm-hmm. with certain cameos, or and the overall just visual just aspects that they brought in with jumping between dimensions was absolutely brand new and Mm -hmm. incredible that definitely could draw someone in. But I would agree from like a uh, low point, high point, low point. There were definitely some misses, especially in the plot with like, uh, like just the kids. Let's be honest. Scarlet, Witch's kids. We gotta be honest. Yeah. it, It was so bad. And like, it's like, 
you look at how much power she has, and mm-hmm. she has like the ability to single-handedly wipe out the Illuminati, but she doesn't take the effort to just, you know... Make better make, kids. Make, <laughs> make some new kids in her own dimension. Yeah. How hard is that when yeah. she literally has the ability to alter reality? That's, I mean, I that's, yeah. that's a good I mean, point. But at the yeah. same time, like, yeah. she had these she raised these kids so it wasn't just a matter of like here are these like stupid 10 year olds that i just have a connection with it was like i birthed that like she like created them from like in like child day old but also like she was she was technically like pregnant for like a day yeah so like it wasn't but it's still like like i don't think in so that wasn't like a solution that would have never been a right, solution. Right. To she just wanted those kids. Yeah, yeah she needed like right. the ones that she thought she raised. Which, right. to contradict that, the kids in the other dimension weren't even the ones that she raised. So it's almost right. like you know, yeah. yeah, like it wasn't. I don't think like I think with like her logic there, I I don't think we're supposed to find it. I mean, like she's in like she's like in trauma right now yeah. and like yeah. trying to collect herself. She's clearly not in a you know good place right yeah right. and i i don't think there's supposed to be a lot of logic behind like you know the, there's not a perfect logical answer of like why those kids and stuff like that yeah and I, i'm not being an apologist i just think that's how it is mm-hmm. but yeah um i think from a high point i mean there's a lot of good high points there are, yeah. uh i think mainly it's like the future is really where the high points remain for me. Like I would say post credit scene is definitely, I would love to see what happens in Dr. Strange three after. Yeah. Yeah. Are we like, we going back to the dark dimension? Yeah. 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 Well, I want, I like, I wonder if they're even going to wait that long. Like, I wonder if we are going to, I don't even know how we enter, how we, I think we'll get it. Keep those characters involved. I, yeah, I mean, at this point with MCU, it's not like, you know, we have to wait another. When did Doctor Strange come out? Like 2012? Like yeah, yeah. 2012? Or no? Um, um, I think it was when we were in college. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a while ago. I don't think we have to wait that long again to find out what no. happened. I think it's everything's so intertwined. Where like he and Clea will come back in one of the other team up movies, mm-hmm. whatever that is. That, that's that's what I think at least. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely, and I think they can take any sort of spin they want when it comes to the incursions, because yeah, yeah, that opens the door. For well, them. and how and how does you know Loki Loki season two factor into all this with incursions happening right. in yeah. timelines and Kang? I think and, she, you know. I think Strange could be a big part of Loki season two. Yeah. It looks like Doctor Strange is being teed up to be kind of... The, like, head, almost, right? Yeah, and not yeah. maybe not in the same way that Iron Man was, but in a very in a very different, but, like, he's kind of filling that role of, like, a lot of things are revolving around him. Mm-hmm. Um, he deals with the mystic arts and the spookiness. That, yeah. That, yeah. Definitely the direction of the Marvel movies and some of the shows have taken. It's going from a more mainstream i would say aspect of the comics to going down the more darker route oh yeah and yeah well it's because and and i think it's because they've set 
Marvel has done such a good job and Kevin Feige have, have done such a good job of laying down that foundation of here's what's possible in this universe and here's what the general audience can take without calling bullshit on it. Yeah. And being like, whoa, 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 like, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Like, we literally just had, you know, we literally just watched a movie where Doctor Strange fought himself in a different dimension <laughs> that had a third eye, killed that, killed that Doctor Strange, and he's still the good guy. And general audiences are just like, yeah, I believe that. It's, yeah, it's, you know what I mean. Like they've and, earned that credibility, right? You know? Right. Like, and you think back, like if they had released anything like that, even right after the first Avengers movie, people would be like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, what, what, like they are, I, I don't understand. Why are there jumping. multiple one of these? Yeah, yeah like yeah. why are there? Why are? Why, who? Who is this new Captain Marvel? Who is this new Captain America? And why is she a woman? Yeah, like like <laughs> it's it it's a lot of stuff that yeah. like you know they're just like. We have established this foundation of the fact that multiverses are a real thing and your favorite characters can be totally different people in different universes. And you, and general, again, audiences just believe it. They're like, yeah, that makes sense to me. And, and go, I was just going to say, like, they make it, they somehow, without actually, like, word for word explaining exactly what's happening, they make it so you're not. Like, when you enter the new universe, like, in this movie, and Captain America was not, you know, Steve Rogers and mm -hmm. was um, a female, myself, who didn't watch What If, um, it was still just as, like, exciting to see mm -hmm. as those yeah. who did. So, like, they're, they're making it very easy for people who aren't following it as closely mm -hmm. to still, like, be as invested which yeah. is yeah. a huge credit yeah. to just Marvel yeah. in general. Yeah. I think Absolutely. they did a very good job, especially with like the music and the soundtrack when they're introducing these alternate yeah. Oh my people, gosh. These yeah. personas. Like, I mean, I'm sure we can get into it later. But Professor like, X, man. Professor X. <laughs> Anyone ever watched so 90s cartoons? I yeah, mean, it was that sick. was so amazing. But then with Peggy, they show Peggy, and it's like dead on first Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Music plays, and you're like, okay, right? And she's kind of like she has that like uh, Captain America, like first Avenger vibe of yes. like yes, like very intense yeah. and he's like just be he just became captain america whereas like later on he's kind of like ah, getting too old for this you know like <laughs> like but like he's like Language. very enthusiastic <laughs> yeah very enthusiastic that witty optimism you know or that giddy optimism yeah. as they say yeah um so i like that a lot but yeah shan yeah you're up okay. there you go. i really liked it and i think um just gut reactions, first reactions. Going, having this be the next film to be released after Spider-Man was like, that's a tough, that's a tough act to follow yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, obviously we're going to go see it. So they, they had to deliver as best as they could um, because it's like we all loved Spider-Man. So that was huge. And I think that they were able to do that to a certain extent. Not it doesn't quite hit as high for me as Spider Man, 
but it's a high bar. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and but I loved the fact, and Adrian had actually said this when we were talking about it. It was as much a Scarlet Witch Wanda sequel as it was a Doctor Strange mm-hmm. sequel. So I feel like there was just a lot happening to keep interest throughout the entirety of the film. Yeah. Um, you know, and I just, I've said it before, I love how the shows play such a big part because that's just not common in well, a lot they, of... They, it, it shows the importance that they're not just throwing these shows out for a cash grab. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're very much like, yeah, everything we put together, it even if it doesn't have a uh, an MCU budget or anything like that, it's canon and we're going to make them matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Um in the in the end it's helping, you know, Disney because they're very much like, yeah, people are going to need to get that Disney Plus membership if they want to keep up on these shows. And we're going to make sure that these shows actually add to the movie, you know, the, yeah. the, the timeline and everything so that people... This whole world building. Thing. They've been yeah. kind of rolling off of the fact that, and, and Sony has, we can, we can talk about that, but Sony has been riding those coattails of people want to watch MCU or Marvel associated movies because they don't want to feel left out on the next post credit scene. Yeah. During the next movie or anything like that, so they believe me, they are going to continue to fold in these characters from shows, and I'm glad they are. It it the shows allow them to flesh out characters that don't necessarily need to it, be in the right, movies, but right, eventually exactly. will be of importance. Yes, going yeah. forward, and yeah. It, and it sets up it sets up that audience, you know. Woo! You know, points when we see somebody from the show enter into a movie, you know, and be like, oh, like, we've already been introduced to this character. We know what their mannerisms are. So we don't have to spend 30 minutes of the movie trying to develop that character. You can just toss yeah. them in and be like, if you want to learn more about this character, go watch the Disney Plus show. Well, that's like, imagine if they had come out with a Moon Knight, if the Moon Knight series was a film that we got after Mm Spider-Man. Just for an example, you know, there's, like, one reference to the MCU at large, like, or as a whole, I don't know. But there's one MCU reference in Moon Knight, I think. And, like, if we got one movie that was just, like, all by itself, origin story, and then we went back to Doctor Strange or something like that, it would have been, like, we didn't have any tie-ins. But, like, because it's a series, it can do its own thing, have that intro... Without the the weight of needing to tie everything in, right? Whereas like the films these days, pretty much all of them are going to be intertwined, mm-hmm. you know, more or less. You know, we can talk. We're going to talk about that more about like where we see the MCU going. But I think that's one of the awesome parts about the series is like they can just go off and do whatever, be in their own corner of the MCU with no other tie-ins, and then we can go to a movie and see. The repercussions of the last movie. Or the repercussions of the last show. Which makes it exciting because we're at the point now where I feel like we can go into shows and movies and be like, like, I can't wait to see who we're going to, who's going to show up. Like you, because even characters that you don't even know, like when Harry Styles showed up in Eternals, everyone Mm -hmm. was just like, let's go. Like this is going to be something that is huge. Like I can't wait. You know, like they just, they've gotten to to that point. And I think... So that was, that's just in general, like, my thoughts about it. And I would say my low point 
Um, they didn't have enough Wong at all. Never enough Wong. Never. <laughs> and and to tie with that is like there wasn't enough of the classic like Marvel cameos, like little little jokes or little like that I that make you kind of like chuckle in the theater or like there just wasn't a lot of that think, yeah. in this like movie. The I don't know familiarity if there's a word. of yeah. Marvel. Like yeah. it, it was very like, different. It didn't it didn't seem like our known characters or Marvel of Marvel where like their lives were going on around this story. Like yeah, like, like some it, of the movies make it make it out to be. Like it could have even added like a little bit about you know what um what Thor was doing or something yeah. like that. They could yeah. have added something where, you know, like I've dealt with a God of Thunder, you know, what's what's the difference between that and a Queen of the Damned or something like that. You know what I mean? Like add something that I, I know exactly what yeah, you're Yeah, I don't, there's a word, like, like I'm sure there's a word or a phrase or something like for it. But yeah, like there others, wasn't like yeah. the, the wittiness or like as many jokes that like I feel you get in some of these. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, Wanda and Doctor Strange aren't really those kinds of characters. Yeah. Whereas like Spider Man is, Thor, Guardians, like so they're not so that's not super <laughs> like surprising. But I would say my high point was that it was very different in the sense of like the the spookiness and like Ooh. the horror aspect of it. And I'm i I'm all about that. And so like Scarlet Witch was frightening at Genuinely. times like she oh was creepy gosh. and yeah. scary and it was intense yeah. like that tunnel yeah. scene like when they were going yeah. through like it was intense and i like loved the fact that there was like and there was i there were a couple jump scares and like it was very different and it was not what i expected and i liked i really really liked how it was a spooky twist and it and it shows that marvel is going a darker mm-hmm. route which is just going to be really, really cool to see because it's been pretty light. It's been fun. Like, you know, there's been the dark moments, of course, but we're really, we're, they're testing the waters, I think. And this film did a lot of that with like the Illuminati, like just killing spree. Like immediate, within Mm -hmm. five minutes, all of them were dead. Like, if, if you think about it, this movie set stakes right from the opening scene. The fact that, that Doctor Strange died in that opening scene. I, yeah, they were like, they were like, "Hey, people are gonna freaking die." It's set a tone. Like, like straight I, up. Mm-hmm. It and and that's something so refreshing in the Marvel that has been sort of known to have that plot armor around a lot of people, where it's just like, wait a minute, this would probably kill someone, and this would probably kill that character actually, but it, they're. This isn't the end of their story yet, so they're going to survive. But the fact that they had that entire scene with the uh, the Illuminati... Illuminati, excuse me. The fact that they all just got murked in the same scene, it was like, dude, Dr. Strange might die at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and I remember thinking that right at the beginning when I think he's referred to as like Defender Strange, mm-hmm. but Ponytail Strange. Um, Ponytail when he got killed, I was like, yeah, yep, this is that kind of movie. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, this is a Raimi movie. Like, I don't know. I was, it yeah. set a good tone. And I loved, and this is like the final, my final piece. I just love how they. They like dangled Wanda being the villain right under our nose, but was sh- like 
everyone that I've talked to that saw it did not see it coming. For her no. to be like the bad guy in this. Yeah. Which was so cool to see. Like very, very, very cool to see. Yeah. So I, I thought it was really cool and I'm excited to, to see it again. I don't think I'd go pay to see it again. Like, but Disney Plus. I will definitely, yeah, as soon as it's Plus. on Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my I remember like the, I think the first words I said when it ended was like I turned to Steven the first time we saw it I, say, I turned to Steven and James and I was like that was a Raimi movie and like mm-hmm. oh. um, I just like I don't know I was very happy with the creative freedom that he had as a director like it was so clear there was like ah, here, here are the reins like here you go here, it was yeah, it was, was Here's something to stick to. This is what we want to do in the future. Yeah, because he didn't write that, it. Go for it. It was yeah. written by someone else, and the director from the first movie was supposed to direct this one, but mm-hmm. then he backed out because of creative differences or whatever. So Raimi came on bef- after it was written, and so it was, oh, wow. he very. It, I don't know. It was very refreshing to see him get so much creative freedom because it was like the scene when um, Wanda, not like. 616 Wanda, but other Wanda was like in the kitchen and being like taken over by 616 oh Wanda. Gosh, yeah. That was like straight. It was very reminiscent of Evil Dead, but also very reminiscent of Poltergeist. And yeah. like, I was like, I was like, that I'm might have been so, my favorite scene, both I'm just from visual when, aspects. When she and, sees yeah. the waves the, in her mug. Yeah. Yes. And so she looks cool. up and, and it's like the window and it's like, bing. And I was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, it was just such classic horror and I, I loved it. Um, would you say it was campy? No. Okay. I wouldn't say campy. There there were... All right, first, like, my, my overall... I love this movie. Like, I have, like, my superior tier of Marvel movies, which include, like, Infinity War, Endgame, Winter Soldier, and I think No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, probably my top four. Um, this is just under that tier. Mm-hmm. Not quite at my top level, because there are some things that, that I... There are, like, very minimal things that I didn't like about this movie. Yeah. Like, very few things. Um, but there are enough that I don't put it in that tier. But it's right under there for me. Um, with, like, Ragnarok. Um, yeah. Maybe even a little... Maybe I like this a little bit more than Ragnarok. Um, so my my low... Um, I hate to be unoriginal, but it was the kids. Like, <laughs> their, their acting style went perfectly aligned with how they acted, and I said this right after we saw it. it, it went perfectly aligned with how they were acting in WandaVision, but right. that was supposed to be a specific tone to fit the show that they were emulating. Mm-hmm. I would 100% agree. That yeah. was, like, my worst... That was and, probably my issue with it. It was, like, yeah. I was watching, like you said, a Sam Raimi movie with yeah. a ton of horror, a ton of the more nostalgic, just, like lines and then you just get these cheesy sitcom kids right yeah right um, and it, like they don't fit for wandavision that was perfect and they did a great job mm-hmm. at it and there were kind of these annoying 90s sitcom yeah. kids and i was like yeah. that's perfect yeah but then you put them in a re- uh, in a world that's not westview that's not wandavision and it was like okay we need to change their acting style because you know there's like mom come on mom 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 and i was like i was like I was like, they are not in a cartoon. Like, yeah. this is really annoying. Leave them alone. So I didn't. I I like the I like both of the the kid actors a lot. Um, but like, I just thought like the way that they were like directed was a 
poor choice. Yeah. And the ice cream song. The ice cream song needs to be cut. That scene could have been just as um, meaningful if they like drew a picture of the family. Literally. Or, or did like, did like any literally built a fort? I mean, anything else like, besides do anything? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah it could have been literally like, mom, we want you to play in our fort with us, yeah. or like, I don't know, anything. But uh, that was my low. But yeah. honestly, that really is like probably my only low. Um, or at somebody, least one of very few because like I don't know somebody teaches these kids to harmonize at least <laughs> honestly <laughs> like you're a freaking you're, you're, you're an actor yeah you know you're in an MCU one. movie somebody for, Feige, for a you weekend, have the dollars Feige for a weekend take them take them to a getaway yeah. and just teach them how to harmonize for yeah. a second they get vocal lessons for yeah. a whole yeah, weekend yeah just anything so that was yeah that was the one thing but honestly I have so many good things to say about this movie, and I, it's hard to pick one, but I think one that stands out is how they handled the multiverse, mm. because that is, in my head, I, leading up to this movie, I was like, how are they going to do this? Like, that is such a task, and mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be really overwhelming and confusing and not straightforward, and I there's just so many ways they could have messed it up, but it was very straightforward of, like, they didn't go to too many different universes. Right. We didn't see too many variants. We saw enough where it was, we were getting like, we were definitely in the multiverse, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't hard to keep track of who was who, why, like what, uh, like who had what intentions, you know, right. like it was, it was very straightforward. Um, so that's probably my high. I have a bunch of other highs that I'll mm-hmm. talk about. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was, it was great. I, I have a lot of good things to say about this, which I will say. To your point about, like, the way they handled multiverses, I think, like, honestly, they they did our universe, the 616, or what they refer to as a 616 universe, with such respect, I think, because, and, and this is, this is, this is post a couple days of thinking on this movie, um, the fact that they took us to, what was it, 813? That's what... So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like 813 or something like that. Um, the, the universe that has the Illuminati. The fact that they killed off those characters and were just like, hey, you know, like, I know we're introducing these new universes, but our focus is still your universe. Yes. All those characters that you love are not disposable right now. These characters in 813, absolutely disposable. Yeah. We'll kill them like in a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love that part of it. it. I, I love that too because it actually like, like when you introduce the fact that there are infinite amounts of these characters that we love, it, it takes away that sort of meaning behind them where we're just like, oh, you know, like Tony, Tony Stark sacrificed himself and stuff like that. Oh, but, you know, there could be a possibility that, you know, a hundred million other Tony Starks sacrificed themselves. And what's their story? But the fact that they were like, these new characters we're introducing, we can kill them in a second. You don't know these characters. So they are disposable. Yeah. This strange that you know, and now America Chavez that you know, they mean something. So yeah. we are going to have them go through the gauntlet. They are going to watch these characters die and continue on. They are your heroes. Yeah. I'm so glad that they actually did that rather than being like, hey, 
Um, now this uh, this Reed Richards, this Mr. Fantastic, is now one of your heroes. So he's going to help them throughout the entire movie. Yes. I am so glad they didn't do that because we would look at him and be like, this is super cool that you're helping them throughout the movie, but we don't know a thing about you. Yeah. So yeah. we don't know your story. We can't connect to you. We don't. We don't even know. You know, like we don't even know if that in in that universe he had kids with you know the Invisible Woman. Yeah. We don't know who his kids are. We don't know anything like that. So the fact that they just killed them off and we're just like it's a clean slate, man. Like they we introduced these characters to progress this story, your hero's story. That's what we care about. I yeah. think that was huge. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I, yeah. I would also agree. And like to build off that point, they're setting up in the future, they're just using all of these random characters from whatever universe yeah. as a vehicle to set up possible right. either series or shows on Disney Plus or movies for each of these characters to really start introducing, whether it be Fantastic Four, The Mutants. X-Men I mean, 97. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Let's bring it back. But overall, I think if I'm going to amend my peak, I think it was just honestly thinking about it again. Scarlet Witch just wiping out the Illuminati was probably one of my favorites. I mean, even, it is uh, gruesome. Even, Absolutely gruesome. It is. Even the second time watching it, I, I, I could feel it coming and my stomach was just like, oh, I don't feel yeah. so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shannon and I were talking and we were like, it's, it's almost like the boys level. Of, that's what I. That's yeah, what I said well, of, of violence. Opening but, up with Black Bolt of all people, but just but, ooh. <laughs> and and what what I didn't realize right after I was like, oh, she you know she made his head explode like 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 Scarlet yeah. Witch popped his brain out, but she when I thought about it, she took his mouth away and he tried to scream and his scream yeah. went to the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. and just. The fact that they were able to convey that, you know, how visceral these kills were in a PG-13 setting and actually make it almost scarier than you, than if you would have, if I would have seen Captain Carter get cut in half and her slide in half and see, you know, well. the innards and stuff like that, I feel like it would be even more campy than, you know, like, and and yeah. it, it would have been almost more cheesy. The fact that you just see, like, out of focus, her slide in half, you're like... It's and left you just to the see, imagination. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, I, they they did it in such a way that almost made it scarier, keeping it keeping the gore factor out of it. Yeah. That's, that's one thing my dad always says about horror. When, like, you leave a lot to the imagination, like... It's way more scary. Like mm -hmm. the original Haunting of Hill House, like you never see like a bad guy or like a ghost or anything yeah. like that. But it's just terrifying because you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. And like this is different. But like, you know, you just kind of you're imagining like, oh, she just got cut in half. And then yeah. like you're just imagining like her How sliding it in half. Oh my god. Yeah. It's crazy. Um but um so having seen this, I thought it'd be an awesome idea for all of us to rank phase four of the MCU so far. Um, and we're going to do this at the tail end, but we really want to hear Shannon's ranking and That's Shannon great. has to dip out. So we're going to do our ranking now and then yeah. we'll kind of continue the conversation of Doctor Strange. Yeah. But Shannon, 
I want to hear yours first. What did you, like? What's your ranking of the MCU Phase Four? Yeah, so are far? we going? So I, I, oh sorry. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I would love to hear your. You've got ten right now that you have seen. Yes, I have not seen what if, out of so the I eleven. Did not yeah. include that one. So let's. Start. So I would love to see the five through ten, or um, six through ten, and then I would love to hear your five to one. Because so, I because I think I think it would be good to kind of build up to your last place, and then also build up to your first place. Oh, I like that. Is that is is that okay with everyone? I, I, I that's not how I was gonna do it, but I like that a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you, you want to do that? Yeah. Okay. So okay. you'll start with your sixth place. And we're not really giving explanations. You can give. You can give, give as, as much as you, yeah. if you feel like you should. Yeah. Do whatever. Basically. If we all boo you, no, you're, you might not ever be on the show again. <laughs> the way, like, one thing I kept in mind, especially with the shows, because the shows added a different component to these rankings because there was there were more episodes, there was more time, there was more being done, um, and you could watch them at home. The comfort of my home, which would at times put me to sleep. So if I found myself a little, like, <laughs> a little tired or a little, you know, that that's why they fell a little lower in my ranking. Um, my, I guess, so we want, you want to hear my top four then. No, go, go six, go seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten, and then go five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Okay, so six, I have WandaVision. Good. Very okay. middle, very yeah. middle for me. Um, yeah, I really don't have an explanation as to why. I thought I I thought it was a good show. I also it was one of the first shows we got, which yeah. which you know, we weren't really sure what to expect with a lot of it. That's true. Now yeah. that I I'm trying not to rate it in comparison to like how it affects the MCU. I'm trying to just rate it based on the show itself. I think yeah, the rankings can be on whatever basis you yeah. like your oh, enjoyment, yeah. the impact of the MCU, the the silage, like whatever, whatever you want to base your ranking on, like it doesn't have to be like cinematic, right? You know, yeah. whatever. Um, it can be like pure yeah. enjoyment, characters, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, WandaVision was six, seven, Falcon Winter Soldier, which was really tough because I did like this. I think I'm more excited to see where they're going with it, but the Captain the America four, yeah, like the oh, show, cool. the show itself. I thought was good. I think it was um, cool that they brought it. They it was kind of the start of what are they called? The flag smashers. Is that what? It, no, no, no. The uh, of that post credit scene with what's her name? Madam She's Hyper. trying to like create. Oh, the Thunderbolts. Yeah, yeah. like I think it yeah. was. I liked that component of it, but it was kind of. It was just like a, you know, it was just a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have Hawkeye, and. I liked Kate Bishop a lot. I think right now in my head, I'm so set on the the people, the heroes and the Avengers, the people we have now, that when outsiders come in, it's hard to like yeah. really get into yeah. it and really get yeah. on that level. But that's how it was when all this kind of started as well. Um, I did put Moon Knight at number, what would that be, nine? nine. I loved the ancient Egypt. I loved... Um, like the dark, like the darkness of it, but I found myself tired at times. Yeah, like it was slow. It was just. We did watch these later. In we did watch them late at <laughs> night, but I. Under but still, moon. that's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think like 
it at times was slow and I just couldn't. But I think Moon Knight looks cool. Like yeah. And is it Mr. Knight is the other one? Yeah. Like I, they are Mr. cool. Knight. Like they are really really cool looking. So I I yeah. And then last I have to do it. I have to put Eternals. And the reason why I have Eternals last is because I really liked most of the characters except the ma- except Cersei. Did not like mm. her. Oh, really? Could not. Okay. I just don't think... I couldn't connect with her. Oh, I, I like didn't... Her. I, I don't think that... Like, Colin and I talked about this a little bit. Her character development with... Um, what's his name? Icarus. Yeah, like... No, um, Jon Snow. Dane. Dane. Dane I liked their relationship. I liked the chemistry. Um, I just... I couldn't really get on her page. Like, there was... I don't know. I just wasn't yeah. into it. But I loved... All the other characters, yeah. and I almost not wish you not Sprite. Didn't, I didn't like Sprite, Sprite but and, I don't like Sprite. And, no, and she and was the flip at the end where she wants to help Icarus because she's in love with him. Was kind of yeah, just like, I just meh. yeah, I didn't I didn't dislike that part because yeah. she's kind of going through it. She's like, I'm always a good. I'm always, that's true. That that's sucks. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I I so that's why I thought it was a. I almost feel like they rushed to get the the film out though because I think they could have if they made it a show. Oh my gosh, yeah. It could have been really cool. Like Steven said, every episode could have been introducing each mm-hmm. of the Focus characters. On each one. You really get to know like who they are. And have them get together at the end of the season and then have their movie. So we yeah. all have our like favorite eternal, our favorite episode. We know about their backstories. We don't have to constantly switch between, you know, time you know, they had so many time jumps to show yeah. what they had been through together. Through, yeah. Through that whole movie. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm in the minority where, like, I really like that movie. Um, but I kind of agree that it might have been a really good opportunity for a show. Mm. Yeah. But again, I still love the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More on that later. Yeah. So I have them ranked last as mm-hmm. of now. Um, from what I've heard well, about yeah. What If, yeah. I would say, I mean, I would like to go watch it. Um Colin, I mean, I've heard only good things about it's it, good. so I, I definitely think I could watch yeah. that. It's a cool look at, at some of your favorite characters. Yeah. For so now I'm going. Now four, we're going up, baby. Five, five four, three, two, two one. Yeah, okay. Let's go. So five, Shang Chi. Good movie. Loved it. We watched yeah. it last Great night. Soundtrack too. We watched it last Such night. Such good soundtrack. It's just good, and it's DJ fun, Steve. and it's really funny. Aquafina was really good. At, it was just, and then they brought yeah. Trevor. Was it Trevor? Oh, Trevor's like, like, yeah, like I just, I really liked it. It was exactly like it had the humor, and I mm-hmm. think it. I'm really excited to see where the ten rings go. Yeah. Because I thought I had a theory, but I. I don't know. I think that it really did a good job of setting us up for, like, I'm curious to see when we'll see him again. Mm-hmm. And this late in the MCU, it was like a really well done origin story. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where like we've done origin stories for years, but like this didn't feel like it was recycled. Mm-mm. Like yeah. it was just I don't know. Yeah. Refreshing. I love that movie. I, I loved. It was very very good. Um, four. I have Loki. Duh. I loved Loki. Loki. I thought it was yeah. such yeah. a good show. Yeah. Like. Oh, it just, I looked forward to the next episode every time I finished the last one. Like, mm-hmm. it just, I really was into it. And I think now knowing where we are currently, it makes it that much better because they really did it. And I love Owen Wilson. I mean, you put him in anything, and I'm like <laughs> wow. all about it. He was it. great. He was so good. He fit it was, in so well. It was such a great show. Like, it was. I really, really am excited 
to see the Loki two is like confirmed, correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah second yeah, yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, number three, I have Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Wow. I Love thought it. scary. It was what I didn't know I needed from a Marvel movie and it was I really like Scarlet Witch so I thought that was cool I also loved the I need to find the name of them but the guards at the um oh, like the Ultron bots yeah oh, no no yeah. no no. the um what's the place where she goes they, where she thought it was a um oh like her like temple oh, thing. yeah what's that called they're like, they're, de- they're, yeah, like, they're called like the the protectors of like what's the name of like the Karam or something like that Whoever created Darkhold, yeah, yeah. Whoever created the Darkhold, they're like the protectors of something. Yeah, they were cool. I really liked them. Yeah. I thought that they were cool, and I liked the scene when they first got there, and like Wong and um, Scarlet and Wanda, like you almost thought almost they were thought gonna, they were yeah. gonna like team up together, but then they like bowed down. It was yeah. really cool to see. That was cool. I really liked that movie. Um, number two, I mean, it's down to two. You guys know at this point, but Black Widow. I loved Black Widow. I did too. I love Natasha Romanoff. Like, loved her. Yelena. It was... Mm. I really, really liked it. I thought they did her character very well for her not having an origin story throughout the entire MCU until this point. Yeah. So they had a lot to work with, and I think they did a really, really good job to make it all make sense. Like, there, it really wasn't question. Right. We didn't question. Because there were, you know, you're always like, what's the deal? She's human. Like, what? Yeah. You know, but yeah. she's, like, such a badass. Like, I just, I really, really, really loved Black Widow. And then I've got Spider-Man as you number one. You it. Yeah. yeah. It's Heck just, yeah. <laughs> I can't, I can't. I have a feeling that's going to be a trend. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was just, <laughs> it was so good. And even though the, the theories were out there that Toby and Andrew would show up. When they did, it was oh, like it was <laughs> so just, satisfying. Yeah, you like. Yeah. Oh, it was like you didn't even have a thought. It was just so good. And then Zendaya when she's like, "Prove it!" Like crawl around. Yeah. Like that yeah. is like the best scene. And he's like, "What does he do? He puts his hands. Yeah, this he puts enough. his, his hands on the up. ceiling, and she's like." Crawl around, and then he's like, and then he all does of, it. Yeah. All of their chemistry was perfect. So good. It was just even uh, Tobey Maguire's goofy ass when they open uh, up the portal. Uh, and he's uh, just like uh, standing there in street clothes, like. Yeah. And they oh. even make a joke about like, what are you gonna go into battle dressed as a youth pastor? As a cool youth pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, oh, Spider-Man was so good. It was so good. The it, second we got it, and with the second we got oh it on gosh, DVD. Yeah. We we watched it. It's yeah. just I don't know that that is up there just in my overall rankings yeah. for sure. Like it yeah, is. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, so in, that, it's in that top tier yeah. for me. It's yeah. one of those special it's, movies. Oh, yeah, it was it. one. Yeah, and we've said it before, like top movie going experiences mm-hmm. I'd ever had. Yeah, yeah, loved it. Well, well thanks Shannon yeah, for sharing list. your great your list. phase four yeah. ranking. Um, so Stephen, do you want to take the mic away? Yeah, I think uh, it's going to be difficult for me. I'm doing this on the spot. I didn't really think about this beforehand. And <laughs> that's some of the best That's some of the best work, though. I, Honestly, that's the most honest. I'm all about my gut instincts yeah. when it comes to yeah. ranking these movies. But when it comes to movies and shows, I kind of <laughs> would like to break them up into two separate Whoa, all right. Yeah, lists. go for it. But Dude, I, would also like, I would also like to combine them into one list as well. 
Well, I mean, I'm here for it. We have whichever we are one. No <laughs> schedule here. I also, I mean, it's going to be difficult for me to go for six through ten and five through one. I'm just going to go probably one through ten because I like I probably just have a benchmark and I can work my way through better that way. Do your ten through one. Can you do that? Like work backwards from yeah, yeah, because because I wanna I wanna amp up to that number one. I mean, spot. we all know what number one is. That's fair. I'm gonna go in reverse order, eleven to one, like when I do mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know the delivery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then I'll do my best. Do do whichever way you want. I'll do if eleven you to start one. With I'll, one. I'll build the the suspense. Build, that's I'll, what I'm I'll saying. Let it go. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe because I watched this movie on an airplane, but right now I I think Black Widow is sitting um, at eleven on me. Okay. Yeah. Just because I'm on an airplane watching it, I yeah. have to watch it again, probably at home, and I'd give it a little bit higher up on the list. Maybe. Uh, then let's go ten. Eternals. Okay. I'm going to have to go Eternals. Yeah. Just because I would, like Shannon said earlier, I would personally prefer this to be a series. That's just my mm-hmm. thought. I don't like when they're rushing these backstories. And you, you don't get, I guess, you, you kind of lose some of the possible benefits of already knowing the backstory going into it. You can develop from the movie standpoint of much better plot or interactions between characters when you know the backstory ahead of time. I agree. I think I think the reason why some of the large ensemble cast movies like Endgame Infinity War work is because we already know who those characters Wait. are. Yeah, they built you know them up mean? for decades. Exactly, exactly. So honestly, seeing those interactions between them and other characters feel earned, and we already know that what they're going to say matches their character. Right. Whereas Eternals, we're trying to set that foundation, but also trying to add those like moments of you know um, Gilgamesh saying something that is like funny. But also, like, we don't fully know his character yet, so it's we're like, like, is it funny? Yeah, or yeah, like, like yeah. is that him? Just I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and like, especially with the Eternals being like, basically, what would be the Guardians of the Galaxy when they first introduced that movie? You're like, who yeah, the, who the hell is the Eternals? Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know right. anything you have about. No them. idea who nope. they are. So that's probably why it's so far down on my list for now. Then. I guess I'm not breaking them up into movies and shows. Uh, <laughs> Do whatever you want. I guess the ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah that's. I'm just looking at the list right now. Uh, I probably, I had never, I don't know why, I just never finished What If. So that's probably okay. going to be my nine. I mean, that's sort of telling if you yeah, if you never finished it. And it's also like an anthology where like, at least at the beginning, it feels like an anthology, and then and then they do kind of come together. But like, you know, it's not like every episode you're like, "What happens next?" Yeah. You know, you're you're more like, for the first few episodes, it's very much their own stories, and then they finally come together. You know, ooh, I want to rewatch that. That was really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get back into it. Uh, eight, probably go Wandavision. I mean, I like the actual concept of the show itself, and I actually enjoyed it a lot i think it's just not my cup of tea of what i'm expecting when it comes to superhero movies and the overall trend of what 
the MCU was doing. I think WandaVision, it is like a nice kind of break from the standard formula that they've been putting out from the content. But I don't know. It's just, I'm going off gut feeling. So yeah. that's my I like eight. it. I feel like it took a while to kind of ramp up that to too. that point. You know what I mean? Like you had to be locked in for a couple episodes before it started hitting those like those points where you're like, oh, this is going to tie into the MCU, you know? Yes. And I think after that going, was that now on seven? Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really did enjoy it. I think I just, I like the execution of the movies better than the shows. Maybe that's just from being, maybe it's just watching it from home rather than being in the theaters. I feel like I get a better experience when I watch something from a theater rather than watching it at home. I I have a different mindset going into it rather than just like, ah, come home from work, sit on the couch, yeah, I'll watch four episodes. Imagine going to see um, Zack Snyder's Justice League in a theater. Like, maybe with an intermission. But like, me sitting on like a Friday night watching it from like 8 o'clock till midnight on my couch just wasn't the same. Yeah, like it would have been a different experience. So I totally, I totally know what you know what you mean there. Yeah, yeah. and I mean like you're like you're you're also like taking breaks. Like you're like pausing it and being like you know you're not you're you're not really feeling that like movie atmosphere of yeah. like I am like totally immersed. Yeah, I'm consuming this you know this entertainment and- this media the way it's supposed to be. You know. Yeah, yes. I have like such bad attention span where like. I won't even think about it, but, like, I'll just, like, just look at my phone, notifications, whatever, you know, like, or whatever it is. Marley will come up, and I'll just start, like, talking to Marley or something. <laughs> and then I'm just like, wait, what? And, like, it when I'm in the movie theater, like, my phone goes on Do Not Disturb. I turn my watch on, like, theater mode. And, you know, like, I am, the only thing I am doing is watching that movie and eating snacks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean. So, I think, now that I said that, I maybe want to switch Hawkeye and Falcon. Falcon. Wow. Okay. We'll switch those. Okay. So Hawkeye's your seven. Well, uh, Falcon. Winter, Winter Soldier's, Soldier's my six. six. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with that. What? 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 What was the switch? Why? More so, I think just the implications of what possibly can happen coming from Falcon and Winter Soldier with future seasons. I think I'm going off. Based on what could happen in the future. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with because the yeah the implications of it, yeah what again happens at the end of that. your reasoning doesn't have to be like anything like you can rank it however you want to rank it you know like yeah mm-hmm. I mean I would also I think it probably would have been better if I had spent some time and actually rewatched a couple episodes to refresh just because it is so much yeah, same just here. so much content to have to take in across both yeah. platforms to be like all right. I, get, I, I have an accurate picture. Like, when it was the original MCU Phase 1, 2, 3, it was like, I'm watching movies. Straight, very straightforward. I know what, like, I'm comparing apples to apples at this point. It's not like I got apples, I got oranges. Sometimes I got a pear here and there. <laughs> Do we got a, yeah. I mean. Get a whole fruit salad over yeah, here, bro. Exactly. Maybe some vegetables sometimes. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you might even have a vegetable. Yeah. But. If we're moving on from that right now, then my number five, I'm going Moon Knight. I haven't finished it yet. 
Oh, okay. My number five's Moon Knight. Are you liking what you're seeing so far? Okay. I like it a lot. I mean, I'm getting more into the the darker the MCU goes, the happier that I am getting. I'll be completely honest. Rather, oh, that's than, a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not DC universe dark, but we're getting there. And just I'm, Steve, I'm that's really just not Marvel's it. thing. Like, no, DC is no. finally finding their own well, with path. The, with the Batman, finally they they went. St- True to the comics of getting really, really dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the adaptation with the Batman being more stylistically the noir film, which it's easier to digest than just looking at, like, if you looked at the old Batman comics of how dark it was and scary. Probably if you didn't, like, phrase that or at least show it to the viewers as like a noir film like a detective film you'd be like holy crap this is like a this is a scary <laughs> film hot mike <laughs> sorry guys uh, and i guess number four we'll go with shang chi yeah nice nice yeah very nice i i just love for an origin story being so Different from an origin story, normal superhero origin story that we're used to getting. Yeah, yeah, where it's it was amazing, I would say. And then on top of that, having at least some knowledge into more of Chinese Asian culture, the the various like legends and mythology that oh they gosh, brought yeah. in and intertwined with the actual comic character was spot on mm-hmm. very accurate well Super done. cool what i what i've also like read is like there's a lot of relatable things for um like asian americans who are like first generation asian americans mm-hmm. um which i thought was really cool like i i like all the rep- representation we're seeing in marvel where oh, it's yeah. like like i'm pointing it out right now but that's definitely not the first thing you think about with shang chi and like i think it's like they're just doing a very like fluid very like natural like very subtle but like you know, we have like Miss Marvel coming up, and like there's like additional representation there. Oh yeah. Moon Knight has its own representation with like mental illness. Like I don't know, it's just like there's a lot of a lot of good stuff going on there. So that was a big thing for me with Shang Chi. Uh, then let's go to number three. Oh, I'm still torn. I'm thinking about oh, it. Oh man, yeah. This is when this is when the lists become like. I've been oh, I've been still thinking this about this. Really like the, the rest of my list, I was still thinking about how do I go three, two, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I already know my number one. Yeah, but three versus two. I, I, I'll go Loki, and then Doctor Strange. Wow! But All right. At that same token, you ask me tomorrow, and I'm gonna say Doctor Strange three <laughs> and Loki number two. Yeah. I mean, those oh, are yeah. almost a it's tie. Just been flipping for me. around. Yeah. That's another yeah. thing about this list is like, it's very much like right now because like opinions change. Like your initial reaction to a movie is gonna be different in ten years, mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. years, a week. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go to bed later and probably rethink my list. Like, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be different. But like, I think uh, it's just cool to like figure out your standings on everything right now. Yeah. I think as of right now, because Doctor Strange is fresh, Loki isn't in my mind. I'm going Loki 3, Doctor Strange 2. And then we all know number one's going to be No Way Home, man. Spider-Man, man. Listen, that movie that movie is (laughs) on an entirely another level. I mean, that that scrapes 
the echelon of the Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, across totally. the board. I mean, the fact that they were able to take a culmination of three movies to oh basically God. introduce him as his origin story is an end. I had no, I, there was no way I was seeing that coming out of that movie no. when they were introducing it. And with the rumors, I was like, I was used to the Tom Holland Spider-Man. We're going full circle back to like, this is the Spider-Man. Yeah. There is no other Spider-Man. Yeah. It was crazy. It was great. Yeah. So good. Awesome list, even. Yeah, oh, yeah, seriously. Great list. Especially, like, us kind of putting you on the spot. You yeah. kind of put that together I'll, I'll trust pretty gut. quick. I'll trust my gut. Yeah, yeah. It's you never failed you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far. We'll see. Hey, Chad. Let's uh, hear your list. Okay. That's so guest opinion. Um, so, this is, like, even my last place, like, I really have high opinions on. Yeah. Um, so, like, there's a high bar, and all of these are kind of at that high bar. Um, last place, I have Moon Knight. Wow! Um, I, oh my I, gosh! I, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I I liked it, and I my like I really loved Oscar Isaac, like his like portrayal of like three different characters. Yeah, we only saw um, one of them at the very end, but his portrayal of you know the two characters, the two leads, was mm-hmm. like amazing. It was like de- like very convincing, and they were two different people. Um, yeah. Um, or at least two different like personalities, and like I, I thought it was really, really well done. I just didn't care enough about like the end result of the show. Right. right. I was like going in the last episode. I was like, eh, something might happen or not. They might save the day or not. Yeah. I don't really care. And like I, I wasn't really attached to like either Stephen or Mark. Like mm-hmm. I liked them a lot, but like I just didn't feel like emotionally attached to them like I did with other people. In the MCU. Um, but I, again, I really enjoyed watching it. It was yeah. great. Um, 10, I have Black Widow. Okay. Again, yeah. I loved watching that movie. It was the first MCU movie in theaters since the pandemic. And yeah. like when the MCU, like the Marvel uh, logo came up and it was like, dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, dun. So I was good. so emotional. So like good. I was yeah. so happy. Oh. And I love, this is such a good movie. Um, and I love watching it. It's, and it's not a knock to it that it's number ten, but yeah. it's just that's just where it is on the list. And honestly, like for for them to like for them to make us care about a story about a character we already know the demise of, yeah, is you know, you know, hats off to them for yeah. like actually like providing us with something that like had substance, even though in the end we already knew what happens. Yeah, but I to still, the main character, you know, like it was like it was like an origin story without it being an origin story. Right. Um, right. Elena was great. I really liked the taskmaster, even though a lot of people hated the portrayal mm-hmm. of the taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Like I thought what they did with the taskmaster in their own way was like very cool. Yeah. Um, that's probably my biggest drawback. To I, I, I have a, I have a couple notes on that one. The thing I, I, where I put mine, the thing is like, we didn't get comic accurate taskmaster, but mm-hmm. what we did get was like this kind of like assassin killer who like, imitated all the Avengers and that aspect and picking out all of the fighting styles was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The reason it's like lower on the list is just because like there wasn't much I was like caring too much about. Like I cared about the, it was, it was adding a lot to the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It it added a lot to like the world building of the MCU, but like pushing the MCU forward, not so much. Um, Number nine, what if 
Um, again, nothing wrong with What If. I liked it a lot. It's just lower on the list because um, the anthology aspect of it at the beginning wasn't like... It was It was fun. It was, you know, I enjoyed watching it every week, but it wasn't like pulling me in every week until the end where it did kind of bring everything together, which I liked it. I liked that a lot. And I liked how I think later on it could be higher on a list because of the repercussions it has, like Mm -hmm. of setting up so much multiverse. Like, I think there's a lot of weight to it. Um, So now that I say that, it might be a little higher, but I'm sticking with this list. Uh, Number eight, Eternals. Um, I, again, I think I'm in the minority where I like this movie a lot more than other people. Um, it's just lower on the list because I just really enjoyed, I really enjoyed phase mm-hmm. four in general. So there are other mm-hmm. things that I've enjoyed more than it. Um, but again, great movie theater experience. I loved going to see this movie. Um, I loved all the characters, a lot of the actors who were introduced in this movie, um, like Kit Harrington yeah. and, uh, what's his name? Who, um, played Rob Icarus. S- Rob Stark. Yeah. That's um, I think that's, that's his, his, that's his <laughs> name. They just kept it for Game of Thrones. Um, he legally changed his yeah. name. <laughs> I really like Cersei. I really liked... Yeah. Um, honestly, Angelina Jolie, I was not thrilled that she was casted in the MCU. Yeah. And then I loved her. Yeah, I loved her character. She's probably my favorite character in the movie. Well, I think she had... I mean, honestly, the most intriguing storyline of that entire movie. Yeah. To be honest, the fact that she was suffering from that disease of that Eternals suffer from, yeah. when you get to reach to a, reach a certain point, you start to lose your memory. Yeah. Like, that's super cool. And I kind of wish they had leaned into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, well. I, I was surprised at how much I liked her character. And her portrayal of that character. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, as a, as a cast as a whole, I think by far she's probably the most prominent actress or actor when it comes across the board of everyone who is playing a, one of the main yeah. Eternals. Yeah. And just, it was just more, I think, a level of skill in order to execute the persona better than anyone else, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I also like Kingo a lot. Um with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I thought, yeah, I thought his character was very intriguing. He was like not a hero; like he was kind of like no, a, like dude. He, li- <laughs> he pieces out at the end. Yeah. Literally, he's like, just like, hey, this is not for me. Yeah, so long. And then his and, assistant was hilarious. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the much needed. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah, and and like at the end when like he like thanks everyone for letting him be a part of it. Like yeah. even when like. They're leaving. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, he was like, <laughs> he had he. So he help me lot, God, if he dies, <laughs> he brought a lot of heart to the movie. I would say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, next, I have Hawkeye. I loved watching Hawkeye. What number is that? Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, okay. I thought the Christmas theme to it was fantastic. I did like the Christmas. Yes, I yeah. loved Kate Bishop. Um. Yelena coming in was great. I liked that. Mm-hmm. And I like how it wasn't too reliant on her being in the show. Because, uh, like, she's a fan favorite. And they could yeah. have relied on her yeah. a lot more. Um, but true. her being in it was subtle and well done. Um, I like seeing the repercussions of Clint and, like, what he's dealing with. And, I don't know. I liked him kind of, like, living in a world without Nat. Like, that was sad. But it was it was interesting to see, like what he's dealing with also um, his deafness like yeah 
it, it was a, a super interesting factor that they just put in. Yeah. And they were, and I was like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, I mean, grizzled war vet slash, you know, like superhero, superhero who has probably had explosions around him. Also, he's a human, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, that makes sense. Like this, this would have physical tolls, like yeah. other than scars and things like that. So like that was that was an interesting thing that they put in. Yeah. So I loved watching it. Like every week, I was excited to watch a new episode. I liked how they tied in Kingpin the day before No Way Home came out. Um, Because I remember, like, going on Netflix before I watched that episode, and I saw that Daredevil was trending or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I guess Kingpin's in this episode or something. (laughs) Or, like, Daredevil's in Spider-Man or something like that. But, like, I knew something was up. Um, So that was cool. I liked that. Um, At number six, I have Shang-Chi. Nice. Um, I love that movie. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, I liked, like I said before, great origin story. Mm-hmm. At a point where we have seen so many origin stories, it felt fresh. Um, I liked the action in it. Like the choreography was really great. Yeah. Like you said, the the soundtrack was amazing. Um, overall, just like a really enjoyable movie. I like how they redeemed a lot of Iron Man three, which I don't think is a bad movie, but mm-hmm. they brought a lot of Iron Man three aspects back and like kind of redeemed it yeah. for a lot of the yeah. criticism it gets. Um, number five, I have WandaVision. In my gut, I wanted WandaVision to be a lot higher, but the other four, it was just hard for me to put WandaVision higher yeah. than the other four. Yeah. But it, I have such a high opinion of WandaVision because every episode I was so excited to watch because it was just like very familiar but very new at the same time because mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like you know, the Dick Van Dyke show or whatever it was, whatever show they were like, you know, imitating. Like, yeah. It was very fun to see how our MCU characters get into that. Um, definitely different in the MCU, Breath of Fresh Air. Um, do you think, do you think anything about that show pulled it down to number four? I think more. Number, so, sorry, number five. I think more so the other four just pulled They them just up. pulled themselves up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't think there's anything wrong with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I think the reason it's so, like, in my mind, I want it to be higher is because of how different it was and how, even the first episode when they're having dinner with, like, Vision's boss, yeah, yeah. Um, the hearts, I think, um, like, like, there's, like, a glitch, kind of, mm-hmm. and she's, like, she's, like, um, what's her name? Kitty from that seventy show. Yeah. It's like <laughs> she's kind of freaking out, but she's like smiling, and it's like it's yeah. like it's like this is weird and right. creepy. It's, it's eerie. Yeah. Something's yeah. happening, but I don't know yeah. what. You don't know what for like mm-hmm. two more episodes. Right. I like I like that aspect of the show. Like, um, but then no, I don't think anything is wrong with it. Right. I think yeah, yeah. I think maybe like down. Yeah. yeah. Um, number four, Loki. Um, nice. Yeah. This is the second highest show I have on here. Um, I think it is the best show like fan reaction wise like mm-hmm. i think most fans can agree it's the best show that's come out um in the mcu thus far um huge repercussions it yes. kind of opened up the door for the multiverse um loved it this was like the there was probably the most weight to this show right as far as right. like pushing the mcu forward um number three doctor strange and the multiverse of madness I've already said enough and we'll yeah. probably say more after this, yeah. so I'm not going to touch on that. 
Um, number two, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hey, wow, good. Yep, and I you am. Okay. I, I am. I am in the minority again with this one. Um, a lot of people have this as lower on their list for Phase Four and in mm. the MCU in general. Um, I just think there was so much heart in this show, and like a lot of people don't like the conflict of like the Flag Smashers, and like mm-hmm. that. I just don't think that was the point of the show. Right. Like yeah. okay. I yeah. like the Flag Smashers were there as like. I believe, like, a catalyst to move the story forward. Mm-hmm. But, like, the real purpose of the show was to show a world without Captain America and a world of someone else taking up that mantle, what multiple people taking up that mantle and yeah. how the world reacts to it. Um, and Steve was present in this show without oh, Chris yeah. Evans being in oh, it at yeah. all. Yes. Like, and I, like, I had multiple moments of watching the show, like, very emotional just like seeing the the change of the guard of Captain America and seeing how like um, you know how Sam reacts to being Cap and how Bucky reacts to the shield being transferred like mm-hmm. there was just so much like so much heart to it and so much emotion with like all of their reactions and like a lot of deeper like social issues being brought up but like in a very good way yeah um, yeah I have a lot of good things to say about that show. Um, so, and then number one, obviously, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Yeah. I, don't, I don't need to talk about that. But oh, that's good. That, there it is, dude. Yeah, we talked before this, and we were like, "Hey, you might be, you might be surprised by a list." And honestly, like, I'm pretty sure I gotta, I gotta say, I'm pretty shocked. Our lists aren't completely different, but I think there's we're, definitely think, some differences where. I'm, there's some meat. Let on me those let me just head let me just head into my. Why don't you, list, right? why don't you <laughs> yeah, dive yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I've got my <laughs> my number eleven, which I kind of felt as though Adrian would be a little upset about this, <laughs> but my number eleven in last place is Hawkeye. Actually, oh, I'm not that upset about that. It's it it. it my points were pretty much. I I really liked Haley Steinfeld in. Um, in Bumblebee, of all movies, wow! I actually liked her. I actually really liked her. Um, you know, I thought her character um, was uplifting. I, I I liked the way she acted. That for some reason, I just could not get on board in Hawkeye. Really, week after week, I was kind of like, yeah, like you know, I like this, but I feel like you are forcing this relationship with Clint that hasn't. Until until later episodes hasn't been established yet, where they're kind of they're kind of like joking a little bit, and and um, Jeremy Renner does a great job of kind of pushing deflecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He deflects kind of the jokes away because he doesn't want to get close to this kid, and I think that's good. But at no point was I really like, yeah, like he should like this girl. Until late in the season where I don't think they meant for us to be like, now is when he should like this girl. Yeah. It, it seemed like they became buddy-buddy. Like, like when they have the um, movie marathon together, mm-hmm. I didn't feel as though that was earned. I felt like they were still strangers to each other and he still didn't want to do any of that. Um, Pizza Dog was one of my favorite parts of that entire show. Oh my gosh. Pizza Dog I was great. I loved it. Yeah. Um, the fact that they were introducing the character like Echo, I felt as though she was a little cringe. Um, I thought it, I thought it was cool 
Um, I thought it was I thought it was cool that you know obviously you want to introduce you know characters with disabilities and the fact that she's deaf and can do all the stuff she can is super cool, but they almost shoved it down your throat, like and I don't I don't love the actress. Either. I didn't either, honestly. It it was. It was one of those things where when I heard that, I heard rumor that they were going to have an Echo show, I was kind of like, why? Oh, um, I didn't know that. No. But, but you know, maybe maybe they aren't. And maybe, I, I'm not sure. But, yeah, that's my, that, that's my 11. Then I go into Eternals. Um, Eternals at number 10. I just felt as though, um, dude, Kit Harrington and uh, it, Gemma Chan have some of the hottest chemistry ever. They they have they, they really Dude, do. That like beginning really that good. beginning scene of them the like pump. of her, yeah well of her uh teaching the class and he comes in oh, and yeah. makes like a joke of it and stuff. I was like, dude, I could have an entire movie of this. They have wonder give me a rom com yeah, I was in like, the MCU. I was like, dude, like, you know what? All of you guys just strip down right now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I I loved it. And I and I wanted more of that. But we don't get more of that. Instead, we yeah, get we get CGI fights with CGI monsters that there's no... I feel like there was no rhyme or reason to the look of them, like where they came from or anything like that. The and then the Deviant Leader kind of just... I didn't understand that whole I progression. Didn't, well, exactly. Yeah, the, I think that was my problem. The, the twist with Icarus killing Ajax... I thought was cool. That was a good twist. Super cool. I I actually really liked that because I wasn't expecting it. I was like I was like oh like they're all good guys. Well, I mean Druid kind of enslaved an entire village, but but yeah. they're they're all like yeah. they're all they're all trying to help the earth. But the fact that Icarus you know killed off Ajax, I thought was a super cool twist. I agree. Honestly, I didn't see that coming. No, no, not at all. Um, he comes off as like the Superman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think the fact that they showed that, you know, this Superman, the strongest one of them, can kind of just be coerced into doing shit like that against his own family. People he's known for literally... Eons. Eons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could Could... And I think they ask cool questions about, like, you know, if you're created, should you really care about these biological beings? And why should you? But in the end, it was just, it was one of those movies that I think was too long for its own good. And I just did not, I, I was, I'm the same as Shannon. I don't think I really meshed with Cersei, the quote unquote main character. I, I just didn't. I, I I think I I think I you know found myself sort of worrying about what Dane was doing mm -hmm. because every once in a while they'd check in with him and I'd be like heck yeah we're gonna get more of this and him he's going to have to help you know Cersei at some point but we didn't really get any of that <coughs> um, yeah so so Eternals was my number ten then I go to Black Widow um, some really cool action scenes there. Um, I think all of the Taskmaster action scenes were absolutely dope. So sick. So cool the way she imitates that. And honestly, I love the direction that they went with making her female. I think that was super cool because it makes sense. The yeah. fact that, you know, you would, 
Yeah, you and her being the daughter of the I can't remember his name, um, but leader of the Red Room, yeah, uh, um, of the widows, that was super cool to me. The one thing that they just didn't need to put in, and I don't know why they did, was the fact that she learned everything from like a chip, like she got it downloaded into her brain. Yeah. There's no point in doing that. Just just have her be somebody who has a photogenic memory or, or photo, pho, uh, sorry, photo, photographic I, memory. Diabetic or yeah, yeah, yeah. Something where she she has that ability. Make her almost like a superhuman. Yeah, where she can mimic all that. I I just didn't see the need to implement that because then it's just like oh well okay so any of these widows you can just shove something in her brain at some point and she could be the same i think you know for me like the aspect of her having this chip in her head like really dehumanized her mm. and added to like the tragic aspect of it of like where a lot of this was the weight that natasha was carrying of this girl dying or well, at fair. least she yeah. thought and now it's kind of worse. The girl didn't die. Yeah. She is a slave to She's her a dad. Puppet. Yeah, yeah. And she has she's like the lights are on, but no one's home. And I think that That's makes it point. worse for Natasha. So I actually like that aspect of it. If we're having someone who's the taskmaster, who's not really comic actor, yeah. Taskmaster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like for what we were given, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I would I would love to I would love to just see her fight a Tom Holland Spider Man at some point. Oh. And I think they left that kind of open. We don't know what side the widows are on that freed themselves. Yeah. We don't necessarily know if they're going to be good. You know, like Elena immediately went out for revenge. She's also talked with Madame Hydra. Um, so we don't, that's still a possibility. Yeah. So I, I think that's cool that they left that open. So my number eight was what if. What if I think was super entertaining. It was, it, it was like an awesome, like, Saturday morning cartoon. My the the reason it's sort of low on my list is only because I think they had a real chance at taking a, a hero that we all loved and making them the bad guy and making us really like think about like oh my god like yeah Peter Parker was bullied to the point where yeah he might have actually gone bad yeah like like to the point where a a a, a nerd who is bullied the next day he wakes up and he is super strong is able to kick anybody's ass imagine if he ran with that and just took it in the wrong direction you know what i mean like tell you what if middle school me got superpowers i would have kicked some ass dude that's (laughs) see that's what i'm that's that's what i'm saying like like flash thompson would have had a hole through his chest yeah, and then yeah. that could have led him down. But but there are also other characters that the fact that they went back to, yeah, everybody's facing off against Ultron. That's awesome. But then in the end, Killmonger sticks to his, I'm a bad guy and I just want the power for myself. It, I was upset that they went that route because yeah. I was like, this is your chance to kind of take a villain that people liked. Like, like believe me, yeah. You know I do. And you can and you can see his side of the story to a power hungry, like, hey, we can change everything. He's an empathetic villain. Right, right. And and to take him into just the I'm bad for being bad. I want I want power now. 
I was kind of upset with that. So I just don't think they stuck the landing. I think the fights in it were great. It was yeah. like almost like Dragon Ball Z level of fights. It was dope. Yeah. It was super cool. Um, but that was the only thing that really uh, brought it down. Uh, oh, uh, and then it helped develop Doctor Strange's character like crazy. The fact that at the end, even the Sinister Strange was the one who basically said, I will watch over these two bad guys fighting it out for all of eternity. Yeah. I will sacrifice my life. Not only, like, like I'm not going to be dead. It's just, I'm going to it's sit worse. here. It's worse. You're in hell. I'm going to sit here and just watch these two fight each other for all of eternity and yeah. not let them out. I mean, that's very similar to the first movie. Where he yeah. faces Dormammu. Right. I mean, they don't show yes. it. Like, but That's a good point. He literally oh faces that Dormammu really millions and Knowing he's going to die. Time. And he yeah. dies over and over, over, and and over again. And he's very painful way. That's, like, yeah. that's like classic like Greek punishment. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, right, like right. Atlas holding the world or... Um, like who was tied up to like get his like innards eaten? Oh every yeah, day. and yeah. like someone else like drowning and like being like within arm's reach of one thing. I don't I don't remember, but like it's like all these torture, They're dying yeah. of thirst, but it, it, within an arm's reach of the water. Yeah, but mm. they can't grab mm -hmm. it, and yeah. like um, there's a bunch of stuff like that. So it's very reminiscent yeah. of like it's, Greek mythology. I love it. It's that self sacrifice, you know, like yeah. that that really develops his character. Um, so my my number seven going into Moon Knight, I'm an absolute sucker for Egyptian lore. I think it oh, I yeah. think it is some of the coolest mythology ever. Yeah. Um. So they immediately grabbed me on that. Um. Uh. Oh my gosh! It, the just Stephen Strange or, or sorry, um, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector. The fact that um. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac could play both of them was oh. fantastic. Yes, that was I, a highlight of the show. I loved the fact that um, the entire show, even even before they go into his his view of the psychiatric ward, you can view as um, when Stephen Grant. It must have been maybe episode three. It might have been two. Stephen Grant meets Harrow, and Harrow walks him through his entire compound of of you know the the followers of Ahmet. Yeah, and it's almost like it's step by step the way a doctor would introduce a patient through a psychiatric ward, where they go through. They see a they see a bunch of people watching calming videos. They both get lunch together to for for the doctor to prove that the food is good here. Mm. It's not it's not laced with any of your medicine or anything. They get the lentils together, lentil soup together. Mm. They see a bunch of uh, a, a bunch of other followers playing a sport. They're kicking a kicking a soccer ball around, and then. For that to also culminate in um, him, uh, Harrow, in front of all of the avatars. Oh, yeah. Basically, oh. a doctor in front of a council of doctors explaining why this patient needs to stay 
Yeah. In this hospital. Because that because that patient, or Stephen and Mark, were basically calling out Harrow saying, hey, he's killing people. But Harrow bringing him in front of the doctors and saying, this man is sick. This man is broken. You can't believe what he says. You can't believe what he says. I'm trying to help everyone I am, here. I am the good guy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, dude, and yeah. so, so, so that culminating and finally, like, we're not sure what reality is. And then... What kind I, I loved all of that. And what kind of brought that down was the final confrontation where I think they needed to show that third persona. They needed to show Jake Lockley because I'm sorry, Steven, spoilers for you. Yeah, I still got a couple. If you're okay with Come on the show, you get some spoilers. You get some spoilers. It's all good. I'll probably forget about it by next. Pizza Pop always gets paid. Pizza Pop always gets paid. I'm just a guest. I'm here to enjoy the experience. He's put, Mark is put in this situation where he's with the Scarlet Scarab, Layla has become the Scarlet Scarab. Super cool. I, I love her. I love her. Oh, character. I loved her character. Oh my gosh. She looked like, great. Episode one yes. to episode, what, six? Like, oh my gosh. She was, she was a very good character. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And the fact that like she almost got into like, it was almost like a love triangle between her, Steven, and Mark. Yes. Which yeah. was really funny to see because it's like the same person, but like... The side of Mark that she wanted to see was was Steven. Yeah. But also the side that she fell in love with was Mark. Yeah. So like yeah, you're that not fight club right, right, yeah. Um but in the end, you know, they get into a situation where it it seems like all is lost, all of Harrow's men have like taken them and stuff. And um Mark goes into the, you know, blinky eye switching, and then we see nothing, but everyone is pretty much dead. And he's like, Steven, that wasn't you, right? And he's like, no, that wasn't me. And so oh, to yeah. see Jake, I think they, I, I understand wanting to hold the cards a little bit close to their chest and save something for later. I think we needed to see the brutality of Jake. Yeah. To understand heading into this next season, he's a problem. He's like he, the antagonist. And Kanchu. Right, right. Well, like, yeah, like to see, to see him hurting people and then potentially even a innocent bystander being in the way and he kills that person. Mm -hmm. I think that would have been like, this guy's not okay. Like he's not just killing bad people. He is, he is going to be almost the antagonist of that next season. I think think we needed to see that. Uh, But I did really like that. I really liked that again. Um, Six, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really liked. I really liked the message that they had behind it. The yeah. fact that yeah, how would America react? Um, and honestly, how would Sam react to getting that title, having that title given to him by his predecessor as a as a black man in as America. A, with Steve not knowing what it's like. Yeah. And and at that point it's like, yeah, Steve was ignorant to that, but that kind of shows how wholesome he was and the fact that he was like, I don't I don't I don't think you'll have a problem with this. I don't think he was ignorant to it. Okay. But yeah. I think he was 
optimistic. And, and, and that is his, one of his biggest traits is optimism. Right. You know? and, and maybe he even looked at Sam and he was just like, this is the right person to deal with this. Yeah. You're going, you know, maybe you're going to see some pushback, but I know you're the right person to do this. And you're going to be the one who can take that pushback yeah. in the right direction. Yeah, I think two things can be yeah. true at once where it's like a really hard thing for Sam to do. Yeah. But it's the right thing to do and the, the right step forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and um, I think also John Walker. Oh. I, dude, yeah. I am I'm really glad that they didn't just um, just go the Incredible Hulk route and say he got the Super Soldier Serum and it didn't work. Um, and it just messed him up and he's a bad guy. Even to, even through the finale, he's helping people. He's just misguided. He, he was a very compelling character. Yeah. Like, um, White Russell for one thing just did a great job. Yeah. I love seeing him in a very serious role like that. Um, but like you're, he's very empathetic where like you see the like government, like as soon as he messes up, they're like. No, we're done with you. And yeah. like he's like, you did this to me, right? right. And it's, it's very, you, you know, it, it is a, yeah. it is a, you know, clear message about like how we treat veterans and everything. Yes. And it's like you created this problem, and now you're just sending me on the street. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I have to say. This is your list. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, no. I, 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 I want you guys to chime in. Believe me, because <laughs> because I guarantee you, this list will probably change by the end of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it's one of those things where like. Um, the the thing that kind of brought it down was just oh well I mean it, also I love Anthony Mackie in in that role yeah, just as right. Sam oh my gosh like yeah. he is such he's grown so much he, too seriously he is he's just one of those he's one of those characters that you just want to root for constantly constantly yes. constantly constantly and I can't think of anybody better to take up that role um, the only thing that really took it down was just I, I and Adrian, you kind of you kind of kept them, kept them a, a, away, but also said that the, they were used as a catalyst, and I totally get that. I think the flag smashers were just kind of, I didn't love the leader, um, her as like sort of the antagonist, but I think I, I think the fact that John Walker kind of replaced them as like, hey, you know, this is something that America created. And as ironic as it sounds, Captain America has to fight against it. Yeah. Was something super powerful yeah. and is something that a lot of our, a lot of our vets and actually, you know, active military have to deal with daily yeah. is the, is problems that we create as a comp as, as a country they're dealing with now. Yeah. So so you know that that kind of that kind of negates my feeling against the flag smashers because you're right they were pretty much a catalyst of moving that it, forward. It was a to a they were a storyline plot. You know. Right. Like, right. Well. Yeah. I think there's a lot of value to it, but I think at the end of the day, it's okay that it wasn't a very like at the end of the day, I wasn't really worried that they were going to succeed. Right. Yeah. 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 I wasn't really like attached or like empathetic i mean maybe i was a little empathetic but mm -hmm. um i think the point of the show wasn't the flag smashers i feel like they conflict. were they were meant to be like a stepping stone to get john walker to the place that he was and to add the story yeah the story was about yeah. the shield and yeah they had there had to be a bad guy right and it, right. the bad guy just so happened to show what a world is like after a blip and yeah came back and they were displaced right but like again i just wasn't 
yeah, too attached to mm-hmm. what they were doing. Right, right, yeah. Um, I'll go into my five, which was actually Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Was my five, yes. So. Those kids really got you, huh? <laughs> but, but see, like it, it, and, and it wasn't, it wasn't even that. It is the case of like, it, it, it totally was the case of everything above it just was that good. I think after yeah. after after thinking about this movie, I, I think I think if I had if I had made my list right after that movie, this might have been lower on the list. But I really do think that you know I embraced that that Sam Raimi feel to it, mm. and you know like his direction on it, and I liked it. Um, and and I I touched on I touched on the fact that they showed the importance of our six one six characters and kind of said hey these eight one three guys we can kill them we can kill them off these are still your heroes focus on these guys yeah it's it, you should not focus on the millions of Doctor Stranges that are out there focus on the one you know and I'm so glad that they did that because um, it shows that you know all those movies we watched beforehand meant something it should mean something to us yeah. Um, I love the horror aspects. I really did. Looking back on it, some of them were absolutely terrifying. Um, the, yeah, the, just how visceral it was with her killing off some of the, some of the people and also what it sets up with X-Men 97. We see, uh, we saw, see our Patrick Stewart, Mm -hmm. um, also rocking a killer turtleneck. Yes. When he's in oh. her mind, he oh should have been gosh. playing in a jazz band, dude. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he should have been playing that sweet, sweet sax. Have a, have a sax slung over his. <laughs> and I can see an animated version of him playing in Soul. Like, oh, absolutely, wonderful dude. outfit. <laughs> oh my gosh, and and like and and the the creepiness of just an all white room, and that red cloud coming behind him. Terrifying. We all know what's ha- we're like some yep. scary shit's about to happen. He's like some scary stuff is about to happen. He's like, man. here, take my hand. If I can pull you up, maybe you can break the trance. Yeah, and I'm then like, like, don't pull her out of there, but <laughs> don't like, leave her in there, Xavier. And like, quick, don't get your hands in there, but don't not get your quick. hands in there. Yeah. And like the cloud, but like, don't look at it because you need to save her. I was, oh, I was and terrified. then and then, demon, Scarlet Witch just coming around, <laughs> snapping her head. Also, oh. dude, as scary as she looks. Demon Scarlet Witch can get it any day. <laughs> I lo- was, I did love her. Like, I was like I was like you can be, you can be my boo boo mama. <laughs> uh, like I told you guys before, but like first it's time we saw mama. it, like I was sitting next to James and like, um, like one of the kids is like, "Mom, you can tuck me in." And James, out of instinct, I could tell it was under his breath. He was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> And then he turns over to me. He's like, oh, "My bad." And like, <laughs> and like, we just like Elizabeth Olsen. She's, we we like her, okay? Like, yeah. she's a she's a beautiful woman, like. wonderful actress, wonderful human being, from what I can tell. The favorite of the Olsen kids is, as far as I oh can. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow. We're, yeah, that bar to sorry, Mary Kate is not very high. Yeah, you're kidding, Ashley. You had some good movies when you were younger, but yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Elizabeth gets it now. Yeah, um, my number four. Uh, following that up, WandaVision. Yeehaw. Um, <laughs> um, it, I was, I was interested every single week 
Like, honestly, they... Even even though in those early episodes, it was very much a... Um, not a monster of the week, but like almost spoof of the week. Mm. Every single episode, they added little elements where you're like, something's not right here. And I, and I want to find out more about I, it. Yeah, I totally it, it kept me. It kept me intrigued the whole way. Her letting go of, uh, you know, Wanda letting go of Vision for the second, for the almost third time because she sees his dis- disassembled body was heartbreaking and it yeah yeah and it and it's just one of those things where it it really does go into grief a a an an interesting way in that like you know a being who can create her own reality how would she deal with that reality being taken away from her yeah um so i think i think that was a really well done show and it it, again it, it held my interest the whole time my number three is Loki. I think it was so... I think it was just so interesting seeing a... Not the Loki that we know from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Because it's it, he hasn't experienced that. But seeing a Loki who literally watches his own death. And sees Ragnarok. And sees Ragnarok and sees what he has done and what he's capable of... And how much he actually does love his family, love his brother. And then also him just dealing with the fact that learning all of this new information where it's like my timeline could have not meant anything is such a realization for I couldn't think of any better character than the god of mischief. So you, you know, to be like totally played, literally, literally, yeah, exactly. Him trying to be like, oh, like I always, I, I'm always the smartest one in the room. I always know what the next step is. For him to be like, oh my god, nothing matters, nothing <laughs> matters. Literally, like I had no idea there was all of this going behind the scenes, and yeah. everybody knew the scene where he's literally reading off what he's about to say yeah. is hilarious. And it, but it, you see, he's like flabbergasted. He's yeah. like, I do not like this. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So, uh, I mean, scenes like that. And then Owen Wilson does a great job. What is his name in the show? Mm, I don't remember. Because I Once kept, I it up, I I kept thinking that it was Morbius. Oh, and it is something uh, like that. It's it like is, Mobius right? or something it's like that. You might, yes. I think it is Mobius. You're, that That sounds right. Because I would... Yeah, it's, Mo- Mo- it's just Mobius. Mobius without an R. <laughs> Mobius and Mobius. I'm sorry, Owen Wilson, that you, <laughs> that you have to play a character. You're the better of the Mo <laughs> slash Morbiuses. <laughs> of the Moeuses. Get um, Jared Leto out of here. We just talked about this. We, yeah, we, yeah, we don't hit the Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have to down talk it anymore. Um, but also, the way they left it off... Oh my gosh. That was, cliffhanger sucked in the best way. Dude, yeah. it was like... Holy, oh my gosh. I There are TVAs. I these felt, people who we thought were outside of of timelines, there are different timelines for TVAs and as well. Like, And it's like the complete <laughs> mind F it was of like, like he gets back and you're like, oh God, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank yeah. Thank you're goodness. like, he's going to be like, able to talk to Mobius. They're going to be, they're going to figure some sort of plan out. And you see the statue of Kang and you're like, what just happened? Like, 
That, yeah. Man, maybe I have to put it a little higher. Oh, man. No, I can't put it higher on my list. No, no, man. Yeah, yeah. Stick to your guns. Papa always gets paid. Stick to your guns. Papa always gets paid. Come on. So my number two was Shang-Chi, actually. That is surprising, but I don't hate that. Dude, I I had just had so much fun with this movie. I loved the fantasy aspects of it. Oh, me too. Morris is hilarious. Yeah. Just the l- little furry pig that has no face. He's like and a pillow. Yeah, he's, he's super cute. Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery is freaking hilarious. I'm glad he got his redemption. There, dude, same, yes, same here. And like, um,. Honestly, I loved all the choreograph of the fight scenes were great. The fact that they took it to the next level where we literally get a freaking kaiju dragon fight was unbelievable and something that I was not expecting from this movie. Um, I think the one thing that, I mean, I shouldn't say the one thing that keeps it from number one. And honestly, like, as I'm talking now, I I might actually move it down to number three because I like Loki a lot. (laughs) Um, But... The one thing that kind of keeps me down is that it is called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I feel like the Ten Rings at the end kind of took a backseat. I know that there's I know that there's like a fight between him and his dad, you know, like fighting each other and stuff like that. But I didn't feel as though they were powerful as powerful as you would think a title card would kind of show them to be and the fact that his dad lived for thousands of years based off of these rings being able to murk people but um other than that aquafina loved that loved her i thought she was hilarious um i thought a lot of things other than razor fist razor fist i could have done without i i didn't think that he was a compelling character compelling antagonist and even when he switched near the end i was like i don't care um, he I was don't, fine. He was there. I thought some line delivery was just like, who did you, you know, whose son are you that you're in this movie yeah. or something like that. But um, but I really did like it. I liked it a lot. I, it really kept me engaged the whole way through. And then finally, you know it's my man Spider-Man. You know it's No Way Home. Yeah. Willem Dafoe comes back with a freaking vengeance It's here. like he had all these it, years. And seriously. He was like, man, if I could do Green Goblin again. Right. Which he didn't do it poorly at all. No. He did a wonderful job the first yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, first one. Absolutely. But Spooky. But he didn't took it to another level. I think he understood how far he could take a comic book character because that Spider-Man 1 was groundbreaking. Yeah. And But he didn't know how far he could push that character at the time. So... The progression that we've seen comic book movies take over the last yeah. twenty years since that movie came out, like he's like, okay, I can go a little batshit, yeah, you know, and right. like, and he did, and I got, oh God. I yeah. got like, I don't want to say Heath Ledger vibes. You're getting close, though. but you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean by that. You know what I mean by that. He's, where getting, he's getting punched in the face in the hallway by Spider-Man, just like and cackling, menacing. menacingly staring oh at him God. with that smile, cackling in it's his face so as he's good. punching him. I'm like, oh, and I don't know goodness. where the what vibes I'm talking about, but it's like I that that scene where Tom Holland Spider-Man, you know, Peter has his mask off. He has just watched Aunt May die. And he is standing in front of a giant screen, basically calling him a murderer. Yes. And it's one of the, it's again, one of those points where if Peter Parker was 
any weaker as a human being could switch like that and just be like, it doesn't matter what I do. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all how many people I try to help. People around me are getting hurt and I am viewed as a killer. What's the freaking point? I, I'm Why now I'm alone in the world. I might as well go bad. I might as well so join you want me these to be people. the villain. I'll be the villain. Exactly, villain. exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things that this movie also sets up. Which Tom Hardy, love you to death. So glad that they ripped you from this MCU and left Venom in there. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where it sets him up as he's got no more attachments. Mary Jane doesn't know who he is. Ned doesn't know who he is. No, literally nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Yeah. He just had the person that he loves probably the most in the world die. Yeah. Because of him. Yeah. And they are now setting up the fact that an entity that makes your hate and anger amplified by thousands is in the world and knows who Spider-Man is and yeah. is actively seeking him out that more compelling. Yeah. It just makes a future give us black suit. Give Tom us Holland black Spider-Man. suit. And I want to see Tom Holland play an asshole. I think I think they redeem could a little bit of the Spider-Man 3 black suit. See see but that's my that's my other thing. This movie does exactly what Endgame does in that it takes older movies that some people will view as not great movies. Some of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Amazing Very Spider-Man true. 2. I mean that was Spider-Man 3. It takes those characters and actually makes you care about them. Yeah. Like That's and, what the and well, does best. Jamie it Fox does. Is a, Jamie Foxx is an amazing actor Absolutely. and the fact that he, he was playing Electro was yeah. just poorly written. Yeah, yeah, right. Lost opportunity there. Yes. Yeah. And 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 the fact that they're able to sort of correct the aesthetic of people and just be like, hey, like Jamie, instead of instead of you being a blue mass of energy, the energy is different here. You're able to kind of create your own look. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, yeah. And totally believable too. It's not. I one didn't of question the, it for no, a second. No, yeah. I was never. I was never like, oh, like, shouldn't he look like you know? Shouldn't he be blue and have like the the aqua the scuba diving suit on like i was never like that thank god he's not blue so yeah (laughs) that that's my list that's my number one and i don't think it's ever moving i don't for phase four i mean it's phase four uh, so it's gonna be tough you might take that back because thor is coming out dude it's gonna take a lot to top yeah because phase four is long like yeah we we have like years of phase four we had years of all the phases but like I think this is going to be the most, like, the longest phase we've had so mm-hmm. far. Because this goes from WandaVision to everything we just named, to oh Thor, God. to Black Panther. It goes to, to Blade, doesn't it? goes to Blade, all the way to Ant-Man, um, the Marvels. Um, and then it caps off with the Fantastic Four at the end. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's so, all phase four. So do we think that... Uh... John Krasinski is going to play Reed Richards. You know what, Colin? I would love to uh, answer that question after a brief break from our sponsors. Hey, hey. 
Just kidding. We actually don't have any sponsors yet. Um, Not yet. But we did have to take a break, so that was a good little, uh, you know, intro to that. Um, so, to answer your question, I would be shocked if we don't get John Krasinski as our Mr. Fantastic in 616. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think in some way he gets brought in, but... Are they doing another movie for Fantastic they Four? Are. They have slated a, a Fantastic Four movie. It's going to cap off. It's, it's the very end of the Phase Four, though, so that's, yeah. what, 2024? Yes. Yeah. So, a little like, far down the road. For but a, also, uh, seeing, seeing him die might not be the best thing if they introduce him in our universe. That's so like I wonder I wonder if they go the route of getting a, like a, a not to say that you know John Krasinski is old but like a younger Reed Richards um what do you mean by like seeing him die I I, I feel as though like us starting out seeing that character die in a multiverse for them to introduce him in our universe I don't know. I feel like it just has like a weird feeling to it. I don't think it's um, your typical introduction. Mm-hmm. But I honestly like... I think this movie... And we've just gone two hours of really not recapping the movie that <laughs> we were supposed to recap during this after show. But um, to begin this recap of this yeah. after show, or this movie, um, I think... This movie subverted expectations in the best way possible, where we did not expect Wanda to be the bad guy. We didn't expect yeah. a lot of the things that happened in this movie to happen, um, but it all worked out really, really well. Whereas like other movies have subverted expectations. Right. I'm not talking about MCU movies, but like like The Last Jedi, you know, like yeah. Ryan Johnson very intentionally did exactly the opposite of what fans expected. Yeah. But that did not work out. Yeah. Um, I love that movie, but, like, it... For what it is. I love it because we have it, and I have to love it. Right. And I love the things I love about it, but there's a lot that doesn't happen in that movie. We're not doing that right now. (laughs) We're not doing that. We're not going to this. Um, But... um, This movie subverted expectations in a really good way, where I think the MCU is confident enough now to introduce a character like that, uh, introduce a big character like Reed Richards, yeah. kill him, and then two years later, introduce him, same actor. Be like, hey guys, like this is what this is what happened with eight one three Reed Richards, yeah, yeah, six one six. But I wonder if they go the same course of like a cosmic storm, is what so, gives them their powers, or like what happens. So. um... I'm going to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. But in the movie, um, Reed Richards is introduced and he's like the smartest man on Earth. Yeah. You know, Reed Richards, leader of the Fantastic Four. Right. And Doctor Strange says, um, like, did you guys chart in the 60s? Yeah. yeah. And, like, some people think that's just, like, a joke because, like, Doctor Strange in the first movie while he's operating is like yeah and there's like a group called the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. who 
musically charted in the yeah. 60s. Yeah. Um, and so some people think it's a nod to, you know, like a you know, throwback to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also some people think that the Fantastic Four movie is going to be set in the 60s, which I, w- oh. I wouldn't be surprised about um, because we have like these kind of like decade movies. Yeah. Like with yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain America and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, I think that could be another one where they, in the 60s, you know, like going into space, all this stuff, you know, are, you know, charting a course into space. Yeah. Um, and get lost in time and space. That would and be we don't cool. see them and then they come back and that's how, that's where they get their, their that would powers. That really cool, actually. So, so that's one theory that's out there. Yeah. I didn't make it up. I really should have phrased it like I did, take all the credit for it. But, <laughs> um, that's one thing I've seen. Um, or it could just be a, a subtle. Oh, that is. You know. No, that's really cool. Dang. Yeah. They do, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think like a 60s MCU movie, probably around the time of like Endgame when they're back at, um, that's probably oh, like the yeah. 70s. Yeah. Actually. Back at the bunker where, um, where the, they get the Tesseract again. Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was more of the 70s. But, anyways, it'd be cool to see more of like the. <clears throat> kind of decade piece of that oh, yeah. but um, yeah I, I, I would be shocked if we don't get John Krasinski again but I could also see them being like hey you guys want John Krasinski here he is yeah. and then right, right, right. they cast someone else or even or even if he takes a directorial role he's been asked uh, about that I'm too on, not by Marvel on but Fantastic Four that'd multiple, be freaking cool I've seen a lot of interviews with him being asked if he would ever direct a movie mm-hmm. for the MCU and he's kind of like swerved the question every time yeah and like he and Emily Blunt have always swerved the questions right. because like recently she said no neither of us been approached about a Marvel film and then like he's in Doctor Strange right, yeah. right. Yeah. so yeah, yeah. they gotta keep they keep it under wraps yeah. my but god that'd be great her to be Sue Storm I, I would be sur- I would be very surprised cool if song. we don't get him again um but, uh, I'm a little bit more on the fence with that, though. Like, because maybe it's just because Doctor Strange, he looks almost identical, or he is very similar across the multiverse that they have shown. Yeah. However, when you look at either Captain America being Peggy Carter or uh, Captain Marvel being yeah. someone completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we gonna get this like? And then are they just gonna be like, "Hey, here's the same exact Reed Richards from eight whatever to six one six? Or are I could see them going, "Well, here's like a younger Reed Richards, not John Krasinski. Let's cast someone else." Yeah, yeah, I can see that too. Honestly, I'm not. That's I, a, that's yeah. a, that's the thing about like doing speculation on the MCU. Like, at this point, I have such trust in them where I don't... I think they are going to surprise us yeah. with most of the movies. I think so, too. Um, in a very good way. And, like, it's... At this point, I'm kind of like, do I even bother trying to right. speculate on what's going to happen? It's fun. I mean, I will continue yeah. to speculate. Yeah. yeah. But, sure. you know, it's, it's tough, too, because they keep having all these wins in movies and TV. So, I don't know. Yeah. But moving into that scene, though, mm-hmm. like, what did you guys think about, like, the 
the cameos and everything like that. I I liked it a lot. I think um, I think a lot of them were all surprising. I'm so glad nothing was ruined for me before seeing it. Oh my gosh, like seeing John Krasinski, seeing you know, knowing that Professor X was there, but like him, you know, in his yellow hover chair. Also that 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 you know music hitting while he comes in the yeah. it was super cool yeah I agree um, and then seeing Peggy Carter even though like we had we had seen her shield and stuff like that but actually seeing um, that they had gotten Haley Atwell Atwell, Atwell. yeah yeah to to come back and be Peggy Carter or Captain you know um, Captain Carter was really it was awesome um who did you think that last chair was for? Was that Mordo's chair, and he just didn't sit in? Or? Yeah, he. he the, okay, he's part. He is part of the. Yes, I think, I think he probably replaced Stephen Strange after they. That he did because okay. when they're kind of like going back and forth, mm-hmm. once the rest of the, the Illuminati go to stop Wanda, yeah, he's like, "You were secretly happy that I was corrupt, right. and you got to have the you got to be the Sorcerer Supreme, and you got to have a seat on your cool club or whatever." Yeah, you said. right. So right. yeah, that was for Mordo. That makes sense. Um, yeah. The only other person it could have been for was Namor. Oh yeah, true. Okay. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. And getting into one of the realms that they're uh, when they jump through different dimensions mm-hmm. and areas, I feel like we got. Atlantis. Was there Atlantis. an underwater one? It, yeah, there oh, was I an underwater that. one, and I, I missed that completely. I thought it was because they go from the underwater one to a city, and then like the fish come with them or something. Yeah, you know? like, well, he's gonna be he he he'll be in Wakanda forever, right? Is that that's that's apparently that's the, thought, that's yeah. the leading like rumor yeah. or something? Because in like in in the comic, at least one of the comic threads, Wakanda and Atlantis fight. Yeah, they're they they're, they're in a war together. Yeah. And um, I think it's an endgame as well that they have on the screen. They're mm-hmm. showing the Earth and like hot spots. One of which is like, maybe it's not endgame, but like they're showing the various points on a map. One of which is Wakanda. They have one in the middle of like the Atlantic oh, Ocean. Cool. No, oh, cool. Okay. I think that is an endgame when yeah. um, they're having like that like meeting with like Rocket. Uh, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, what's her name? Uh, part of the uh, the guard. Oh of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'm totally blanking on what they're yeah, called too. and what her name is. Yeah, but yeah, um, I think that's during that part. But yeah, I think I think we're yeah, gonna get we're it's in the works somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. I, I see think that. we'll get that trailer like after like. After Either Thor. after Thor or right before Thor, so they can play it during, like right, before, like when people go see Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly thought the cameos were perfectly done. Where mm-hmm. like the movie was not reliant on them at all. They were just kind no. of like a a part of the plot. And as soon as we were done with them, the plot continued flawlessly. Yeah. I thought it was really well done. And it was like just enough that we we knew we were getting cameos. Yeah, but. It wasn't like the only reason you're going to the movie, right? You know, right, and yeah. like it wasn't the only like it is by far not the reason why I like the movie. No, mm-hmm. um, I loved I loved that whole scene. Mm-hmm. I, one thing that I loved, like what they did was, um, Mordo comes in and he's like, "The Illuminati will see you now," see and you then now. it cuts back to Wong and Wanda, and I was like, "No, no!" I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like. 
take me back to yeah. the Illuminati. Yeah, um, yeah. One question I had though, and Colin, you mentioned this too, was like the Ultron bots. I yeah. want to know more about them. So, so w- what I'm thinking, but but uh, I mean, also Sam Raimi did one of the mo- the greatest things ever to keep that PG-13. The fact that he used their like oil and stuff. Oh my god! As like I've, almost like looking yes. like Carrie, like like really yes. like Stephen King's Carrie, like with the bl- uh-huh. with the blood over her face, but it's oil over her face, like yeah, so great. To, uh, just to add that little touch. From what I understand is, I guess Reed Richards being in this universe was able to perfect Ultron and make it actually work. Oh, so. There might not even necessarily be a Tony Stark that's an Iron Man in that universe. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, and I don't, in the comics, does Reed Richards actually help them with Ultron? Or I thought it was Hank Pym and... Not that I know of. But I mean, like, uh, I the, that's the thing. There's not, like, one fluid yeah, comic storyline. That's like, very there true. there are so many different yeah. storylines where, like... If people ask me, like, does this happen in the comics? I'm like, probably. Like, I don't know. It, yeah, at some like, point. Like, at some right. point, in they, some this, line, this probably. probably happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah, what, what, what I took from it was Reed Richards being the, you know, smartest man in the world. He was able to actually figure out Ultron and be like, and implement, you know, pieces of his code that would keep him from gaining that consciousness, consciousness and thinking that, humanity is the issue yeah like he was able to kind of counter that with some sort of algorithm or something like that so he yeah. was able to make it work maybe they didn't use like was it the mind stone initially to create Ultron right so maybe that yeah a different construct that yeah they layered in that you take out maybe, maybe. he's not insane yeah yeah totally off topic mm-hmm. i have a question for you though yeah. um when so steven and i for all those listeners you know tuning in Steve and I got to see the movie before you did because mm. you and Shannon were doing the most wonderful thing and staying home when you had COVID. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, doing the responsible thing. Yeah. Um, but we got to see the movie before you did. And when I saw you, was it Monday? Yeah. Or su- Sunday or Monday after yeah. we saw it. And I told you we were just catching up. And I was like, yeah, I was watching Fantastic Four this weekend. Did that give you any hint? It, it did, but... In, I didn't think that John Krasinski was going to be Reed Richards. Okay. I had I had like a feeling that like I would see somebody, and and I don't I didn't know if it was going to be like Human Torch or something like that, like flying around or something like that, but I it it definitely made me it definitely made me think of it and just be like oh like you know that makes sense. But also they had just recently been added to. Disney Plus, so I was also just like, oh, like, maybe, you know, Adrian just watches stuff, so, like, yeah. every, every, maybe, like, it'll, it was on his new, like, feed, and he was like, I haven't seen these in a while, so, like, I'll watch them, but, like, it, def- it definitely didn't spoil anything for me. Dude, as soon as it I said that, I was like, I was like, oh, God, save like, yourself, save, 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 <laughs> and I was like, I was like, because, you know, I was watching the X-Men movies, and yeah, I was just going through, like, the, just catching the Fox Marvel movies, yeah. but like instantaneously, I was like, "You stupid!" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no, yeah, it definitely didn't ruin anything for All me because right, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, the fans actually willed this into existence. Like, that's incredible. Like, I mean, all the edits we've yeah. seen, 
of John Krasinski as Reed as Reed Richards. I was just like, they actually did it. Incredible. Like, I think Marvel's doing one good thing. They're doing a lot of good things, but one of the many good things they're doing is listening to the fans. Yeah. And it's not fan service. No. It is. And this it's movie, like it this you're, makes you're, sense. You're marketing, like, yeah. the people who love this stuff, who are so passionate about it, why wouldn't you listen to them? Right, right, yeah. They're like, don't, like, I actually have no problem with Ryan Johnson, but don't be like Ryan Johnson with Star Wars, where you're like, yeah. intentionally doing the opposite of what do your my fans. Own thing. Yeah. You guys don't, you guys don't like, why would me. Yeah, it's like, why, why? If that works out, that's great. Yeah. But. If fans are telling you they want something at such a level, like, do it and make it an awesome surprise for them. Like, especially when you know a movie's gonna have to follow you up and and continue whatever you put in place. Yeah, and we're fourteen years into <sighs> the MCU. Yeah, like we, this is a huge part of like this is a huge passion for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, you know, right. and it didn't detract from Doctor Strange at all, which was the best part. No. It's like, here you go, fans. Here's your Reed yeah. Richards. Enjoy. And, and dead. And, 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 pop. and, yeah. and pop. He's spaghetti now. <laughs> yep, and he's like, there Enjoy. You, you got what you want. Yeah. Now this does nothing to actually affect overall what's about right. to happen in this right. movie yeah. and the plot. Yeah, like, but even with like No Way Home, where we see Toby and Andrew, like, mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, this movie is just nostalgia and fan service. I'm like, why, why are we turning fan service into a, yeah, why is a that negative a, why is that a connota- problem? Like, why does it have a ne- right. negative connotation? It bugs me. It's like yeah. you like, didn't like seeing three Spider-Men well, I think it's because of, like... I think like it's why is that not cool? Yeah, it's not really, I think, because they give you fan service. Mm-hmm. I think it's how it's executed. A lot of the times, oh, yeah. it ends up being very cheesy, or it just, like, it sticks out. And yeah. you're like, ah. Yeah. Whereas, the way that Marvel has been executing it, it's like... It either will add or it does, at the very least, does not detract from the overall quality right. of the movie or yeah. the plot or the story. So you're getting value from yeah. fan service. It's not just fan service for fan service sake. Yes. Like, there we yeah. go. Yeah. 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 And like, that's why I don't think fan service should have a negative connotation to yeah. it. Because yeah, like, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, the, it's up to the director, the writers, to mm-hmm. fit those in well. And if you're doing something for the fans, that's great. Even if it doesn't stick, yeah. but that's not the problem. Your writing is the problem, yeah. um, and like I don't know, fans have just become. I've have said this a lot since Doctor Strange came out. And I'm gonna go on a little rant right now, but like, <laughs> MCU fans are becoming Star Wars fans. Yeah, where Star Wars fans are known to be the most toxic haters of what they confess to be their what favorite fan. Yeah, and like yeah. Star Wars is my biggest fandom. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is my first and biggest you know nerd fandom that I have um big passion of mine and like but Star Wars fans are notoriously like tearing apart everything that comes out never satisfied with what they get even though they're getting new Star Wars content Mm -hmm. on a yearly basis you know throughout throughout the year um and I'm just like I'm tired of MCU fans becoming that like we just got we just got a movie of traveling the multiverse Seeing different variants of Doctor Strange, seeing a zombie Doctor Strange yeah. flying with cool. the damned souls from hell. Yeah. <laughs> we saw Sam. Well, first off, we saw Sam Raimi have complete creative freedom mm-hmm. in a Marvel movie. We saw Wanda become the villain that she was originally written to be. Mm-hmm. Like we got all these little things. We got a 
a sequel to WandaVision. We got a sequel to everything that's going on with Doctor Strange. Um, we haven't even brought it up. We got an amazing live action portrayal of America Chavez. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. And fans are still saying, like, this movie sucks. And I'm like, you are freaking spoiled. Right. Like, right. you don't, like, appreciate this amazing movie. Because if this came out in phase one or two, we'd be like, oh my gosh, Marvel just. This would have been too much for us yeah, in Marvel. They were just phase doing one or two. Too much. Yeah. This like, would have been. We can't keep up. Like, I don't know what's going on. This was so good, we weren't ready for it yeah. then. And now people just aren't appreciating it. And it just bugs me that, like, we're getting amazing content. And like this wonderful movie, and people are just shitting on it. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sick of fans thinking everyone's a critic these days. Mm-hmm. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone's a platform. Yeah. Everyone has their own brand, and they think they have to give their own opinion. I say that as I talk on a podcast, <laughs> you know, that we created for ourselves to give our yeah. opinions. But yeah. But still, yeah, it's and like well, don't that, I mean that Endgame movie itself it was 10 plus years in the making, in the making. and then yeah. people always look back and go hmm let's compare it to Endgame like, yeah. what are you going to do I've you're going to compare it against 22 yeah. or 23 other movies really build up like, yeah right that's there, insane yeah and there's a reason that movie is so special to the three of us mm-hmm. because it's the culmination of us growing up with these characters and the payoff of what was it like 11 years of yeah. fandom you know yeah. and it was the movie that we were waiting for our whole lives we didn't even know about yeah. you know yeah. and like I don't know if there's like, if there's anything that Kevin Feige and the whole team at Marvel have kind of like proven to us is just trust the process yeah you can you can dislike movies as much as you like but in the end they're going to make that movie amount to something it, and right now the people who are criticizing Doctor Strange for, for the most part yeah <laughs> yeah uh, the, right now, the people who are critis- criticizing Doctor Strange are, it's, in my eyes, equivalent to saying, oh, the, the first season of this show sucked. Like, yeah. oh, how many, episodes, uh, how many episodes have you watched? Only the first two. Yeah. Out and of, just out of get 15. It. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't, you have no idea how the story progresses, right. how the characters progress, how, you know, what the finale looks like. Right. You know, you have no idea. Where I, like, even like the final season of Thrones... Mm-hmm. I remember one morning we woke up and we were like, "Does this, is this suck? Does, like, this, suck? does this suck?" And like, this and, and I was like, "I was like, no, like let's wait till the season finale." Uh, and then we figured out we were, we're like, like, "This like, sucks." Like, it sucks. <laughs> I don't know. We, oh. we, there were many a weeks where we would literally yeah, wait up, look, wait up, yeah. loaded on Sunday night, get ready to go, yeah, and we would watch it all together. And after each episode, we were just like deflated. Like, we kind really of feel like, but I, but I still had that optimism of like, yeah. the the last episode They're can gonna pull this all up. together yes. and and prove me wrong. Yeah, I was, I was, I I was wrong. They didn't do that. They just, but um, and they lost the yeah. Star Wars franchise over it. Yeah, <laughs> but my point being, like, yeah. fans are just like. They're judging Phase Four before Phase Four is like even halfway yeah. done. Right. And we've you, still got you know, plenty more to come. You have all these keyboard warriors just like sitting there talking smack about it on whatever social media platform. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't. I'm like, dude, I, if you know, like honestly, like if you don't like it, you know, don't watch it. Luckily, yeah, you don't have to see it again. Go watch something else. Go watch DC. Go yeah. watch Star Wars. Like, yeah. 
actually. Right. Please don't go watch Star don't Wars. Don't watch Star Wars because you're gonna hate that. You're too. gonna you're gonna make it. You're gonna make that fandom worse too. But go watch Naruto. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, but anyways, rant over. Yeah. I had to get that off my chest. Hey. I was. Hey. We gotta let off some steam too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Why else do we have a podcast? Well, right. Like, listen, right. it's like. There was phase one, two, three. Now we're at phase four. You don't think they're gonna go five and six with Exa- all of exactly. this and end up right. cul- all of these movies culminating to the end? Like, yeah, I this know. This could end up being an uh, Iron Man level movie for Doctor Strange that people are just too nearsighted. At this right. point, it, I mean, partially it could be society's fault of like, I want the reward now. Give yeah. it to me now. Totally. And it's also variety, sort of the spice of life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like. You you don't want every Marvel movie to be the exact same, or else no. it turns into that formulaic movie that you're expecting. You you almost see the next scene coming. That's you know what I mean. And yeah. this I, that's why I feel like this movie was just so refreshing in the fact that whatever liberties they took, whether I liked them or not, I wasn't expecting the next scene. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. in at no point was I was I like, you know, saying the next line under my breath being like this is exactly what that character would say and them actually say it. The only time I had that was when um Captain Carter was like I could do this all day and oh, I true. yeah, I gave a good fist bump to that good one. Still and good I was one. like, "Oh, that's good." Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was amazing. But mine was go back to hell. <laughs> yeah but I honestly oh, because I Sam Raimi because Sam Raimi is the director and there were some lines like that yeah especially during that when Strange was controlling he was dreamwalking yeah and yeah. Uh, Christine had these lines that were very like drag me to hell lines oh yeah or like the remake of Evil Dead lines where like yeah. I wasn't mad at them because I knew who the director was. Right. But if it was any other Marvel movie and, like, kind of, like... Um, Had a different tone, different vibe to I would have been like, what? This is super... But because it, it was Raimi, it worked. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Spider-Man 3 when he uh, just ripped open the pipe yeah. and flooded Sandman. And he goes, good riddance. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... It's a little too on the would nose. Would you say it's, that? Yeah. But, I, actually, thinking about it though, like Tobey Maguire Spider Man would probably say "Good riddance," yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Like, but young man, man. <laughs> if you didn't know, like, if you're walking in and you didn't watch those early Spider Man films, yeah. though, if you it didn't grow up so... on it and you just walked into that type of movie and you're like, "What the hell is Sam Raimi?" Yeah. It's like super out of place. Yeah, you have yeah. no idea who it is. And also, if you don't have him paying homage to the old Ash vs Evil Dead. Yeah, there was, and there was a so lot of much, were, and I loved every bit of it. But people too. would be like, like literally, Pizza Papa. Pizza <laughs> Papa was. People were like, oh, honestly, the line itself is amazing. Yeah, but yep. if you like, it's like you guys don't know who that actor is. Yeah, really? that's like, true. Yeah, best that's cameo true. of the movie. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> he stares <laughs> right at the screen. Yeah, I liked the kind of breaking the. What is it? Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, Scarlet, like, Scarlet Witch did she it. She looked right at, at the camera, point. and I was like, I want to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared. Jeez, man. That, yeah. a lot of the horror aspects. Her pulling people through reflections 
through the oh, puddles. Yeah. Oh, and when she crawls through, dude, it's like the ring. It was exactly like the ring. Everything yeah, is yeah. cracking. Oh. Her body is just contorting in different little ways. ring exorcism, freaky exorcist man. stuff. Yeah, that was that it was, was like crazy. Wanda, you wildin'. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I love that. Um, and you know what? You know what? I also found super interesting was. Every time she was trying to go to a universe to take her kids from, none of them had vision in them. Yeah. Not a single one. Well, I think that that is interesting. Be- and, and Is that because they destroy the stones? So, But thinking about it, what I'm thinking is that is where she would be her happiest, that Wanda. And she doesn't want to take it from that Wanda. And she also, she also doesn't want to take the kids from any vision. You know what I mean? She it, also uh, he would probably put up a fight, obviously. But but still, she also doesn't want to inflict any sort of emotional pain onto any vision in any universe. So she picks the ones that it's just her as a single mother. Yeah. Which really like point. I was like for a while I was like thinking to myself of like. I'm like, why is she going to all these universes where she is like, ho- is looking to be the happiest with her kids, but Vision isn't in any of them? Yeah. And then I was like, I guess that makes a little more sense because she knows what she's doing. She knows she's going to be taking those kids. And Strange even says, he says, you know, so what's going to happen to that Wanda then that you take the kids from? She don't care. And she just... Is just like, like I, yeah, right now. whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't care. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so I, I, I thought that was a that was a cool thing that they put in. They weren't just like, yeah, here's Vision in different, you know, in different universes and things like that. But yeah. one one other aspect of, about this movie that I really liked is like one big criticism of Doctor Strange as a character is he has no character development and he's pretty stagnant. I don't necessarily agree with that I don't because agree with I th- that either. I yeah. think he changes a lot from even within his debut. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I would say the first movie is the probably the greatest character development. Yeah. He has. But like I I think I think we see a lot of subtle character development, mm-hmm. but nothing crazy like Iron Man or you know Thor. Yeah. <laughs> like but right. But I will say like um this movie for anyone who has that argument I think brought a lot of like satisfaction to them. Yeah. Um, I think his storyline with Christine, I I really love that storyline. It tugged at my heartstrings. Yeah. Every every Christine he saw, or every like he asked America about like mm-hmm. how his relationship was with Christine in other universes, and then he talks to Christine and. I love you in every universe. Yeah, it yeah. broke my heart. Yeah, man. I like, was sad. emotional about that. I thought it was really good. Um. So and then they slip in a little clay at the end. Yeah. I thought that was awesome. And give me more Doctor Strange. I want like three more movies. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm, I never thought I would say. I and honestly. Like I, like I yeah. said earlier, I think he is really turning into the focal point of what yeah. the Avengers are now. Yeah. I think so too. I think him, Brody, I think like I don't know if Thor's gonna be a focal uh, point of the Avengers, like Ant Man. I, I think, think Ant-Man's going to be huge part of the Avengers. Or I, some, something to do with Pym. No, I In t- general, is going to be a yeah. huge part. I, I think see. so, too. I think they're going to... I think this phase, and we're kind of going into, like, 
one of the last parts of the mm-hmm. show I wanted to get into is like where we see yeah. the MCU going from here. I think Ant-Man has always been kind of like the comedic aspect of the MCU. And I yeah. I, I think both the Ant-Man movies are phenomenal. Um, I, I think his storyline is going to get a lot more serious mm-hmm. and a lot more um, kind of... Imp- Important to the, the overall storyline of the MCU, I think it's gonna he's gonna be driving most of that, that. especially with Quantum Mania coming out next yeah, year. Yeah. Being, I I see that being kind of like the Civil War mm-hmm. of this phase, or even the Avengers. Um, kind and of also like the his, big team up. His daughter is now all grown up because he was gone for the, those five years. Remember? You're so big. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's totally uh, that part gets me. Yeah. I cry. Oh. I cry. Yeah. <laughs> but like now, yeah, now she's like grown up, so like it's no longer like you know. I'm, it, it, yeah, I'm still trying to be that dad, but I'm no longer that like dad of a little kid. I'm, yeah. It's now a grown up, so like she she can, can handle her own. Yeah. Right. 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 Or so, be a superhero herself. Yeah. She oh. could be. Because they're putting together, you know, like the Young Avengers. There's Young Avengers, I, man. I mean, I think Quantum Mania might be my might beat out Spider Man. That's what I'm thinking. Really? I, I'm saying it now. I, I mean, I because I, of the change of what Adrian is saying. With it's not going to be the more comedic relief. It's going to be heavier. It's going to be serious. But you're still going to get those comedic parts within mm. it that just mm. come naturally with Paul with Rudd, Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, across the board to where it, you'll be like almost falling out of your seat laughing because you're like holy like I'm feeling so much pressure yeah. on the overall yeah. tone of this like, movie and then you get to too. just yeah. a one liner that laughs like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. cuts it's, the tension right. and then it, you're back into that tension it's again and it, it'll like the movie itself will carry as much weight, I mean, not as much weight, but close to, you're getting up to the end of, like, close to Infinity War. Civil War is yeah. probably the best. That, like, you're getting that sort of, I would say, tone overall yeah. from a movie. Even, I would say it might even be more than Civil War. Like, mm. I think it's going to be more of a team-up movie. Um, like, it's an Ant-Man movie. But I think it's going to be more of, like, an Avengers-style movie. Yeah where we get a lot more characters. And I think one thing that Ant-Man has going for it is, like, Paul Rudd is a comedic actor, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but to see... I think one thing that's going to be very, like, captivating is, like, seeing a very comedic actor and a very comedic character be put in a very serious situation where even he isn't making jokes, yeah. be kind of soul-crushing to, uh, like, us to watch mm-hmm. and be like, this isn't funny anymore. Yeah. And, like, that... When that tone shifts with a character like that... I think that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, like yeah, I, I'm, I agree. I'm really looking forward to that. And they're gonna be dealing with Kang and like yeah, you can't you, mess around. Yeah, you know he's gonna no. be. It's not gonna be funny. So I'm, I'm excited for that. It's gonna be cool. Oof. Yeah. We skip so, right to the end. I know. We just. <laughs> we did. I know. Well, guys, we've been going for a while, so yeah. I'm, I'm okay to wrap up, but. Um, I want to hear any any last thoughts on Doctor Strange. I I um, thought it was good. I I I liked it, and honestly, the the more I think about it, I think I like it more and more. Every time yeah. every time I break down each scene and just think about it, I I really do just start to. The minute you accept it for you know what it's supposed to be, what it is, 
the entertainment just goes up and you and you realize what scenes were going for um, and a tone that they were going for yeah um, yeah yeah I mean I would agree I mean yeah. watching it for the second time around rather than the first mm-hmm. was definitely more enjoyable and mm-hmm. why it's so high up on my list I think the only last bit of that I'll add is when they're jumping through dimensions I would say looking at the various dimensions that they were jumping through one of which I definitely still think just maybe it's us all growing up being fanboys of the Star Wars prequels <laughs> but I was honestly the first dimension that America Chavez punches into when is I'm pretty sure it's the pod racing I would love that. That would be so cool. And they're almost trying to unite Star Wars. The fact that that's and even just very subtle. It it seemed like it it could be just more of like an Easter egg. It it has no repercussions later on. But the fact that there, it is possible. But the problem is, it's like you know, you see it for a second and then switch. Right. Right. But I, I would. I mean, when they're jumping through the various multiverses in general, you just. They're opening so many doors that they're mm-hmm. gonna take, and I can't wait to see it. Yeah, can't agree more. Um, yeah, I mean, I clearly said a lot of good things about this movie. I love it. I think it's gonna be one of the movies that like I rewatch a lot, and I get more value out of it every time I see it. I love that they committed to Wanda being the villain. Yeah, that was. I, I feel like that was a bold move on their end. I think so too. Um, and I think like i said before that was the exact way you should be subverting expectations where we see the trailer and she is more of like teaming up with dr strange and wong at least that's the you know person like that's what we perceived and then she's that scene when she changes the apple orchard to oh that's incredible like that that scene for like like that that set was beautiful for one thing but it's just like haunting she's like I'm bad. Yeah. Like, sorry, I can't. Like, just give me the girl. She says, like, the hex was never the hard thing. The lying was the problem. And I was like, what is happening right now? And she's like, I never said her name, did I? I was like, I was like, yeah. That's when I was just like, oh. I was like, this is not what I thought it was. So, yeah. All in all, this movie was wonderful. And also, Um, she's alive. There's no way they are gonna kill her off. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. No. (laughs) She is such a fan favorite. (laughs) She's definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not even for that reason alone, but like. But she has enough power to where she's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We see that last flash of red. I was looking for it the second time we saw it too. I was like. Part of red. Yeah. She was like. (laughs) But. But I definitely don't think she's dead. Um, I don't think I think we'll see her much later on. We're gonna see her right right away. Like next thing we have is Miss Marvel, and then we have the series Mm -hmm. premiering next month. And then we have Thor, and I think Thor is gonna stay wait. in its corner. I think so like, too. Like I think I think Thor is gonna do a lot of Asgardian and Olympian mm-hmm. things, um, and then deal with Gore. I think we next episode we need to do a lot of speculation on yeah. Thor in general. Thor and Gore. Thor and Gore and Thor and Gore. Thor. Um, I love how they're bringing Olympians in though. Seriously. Yes. And like Malympus looks sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see all that. And that opens the door. Like, we have so many different, like, mythologies at play mm-hmm. right now. Like, Egyptian, like, yeah. Nordic, um, Greek, um, 
the Black Panther, Wakanda, the yeah. ancestral plane, yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to see where everything goes from here. Um, any last thoughts from either of you, other than the last thoughts you you just said? <laughs> no, yeah. Thanks cool. for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, tune in for next episode. We'll be talking about um, Obi Wan Kenobi, the series debuting May twenty seventh. Um, we also have Lightyear coming out, the next Pixar movie, which we'll be talking about, speculating on. Uh, like we mentioned, we'll be speculating on Thor. Um, probably have a bunch of other things we'll be talking about next episode. Yeah. Uh, I will also be doing my rundown of all the Pixar movies, ranking them, and my review of watching all of them in release order. Um, so if you're liking what you're hearing, please go follow us on Instagram at Donut Squad Radio, all one word. Um, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, please go tell a friend, spread the word on the Donut Squad. Um, but I think that's a wrap from us here at DSR. Um, so from DSR, I'm Adrian. I'm Colin. Steven. And have a great rest of your day, night, day, afternoon. Night. I do this every time. Night. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>